but we need to do more. Together, we will beat cancer. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. Well, I've never peed in a swimming pool. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Buttocks. Yes, so, there we go. What, what day is it? I've, I've completely lost track of the days. Is it Wednesday today or Tuesday? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Wednesday, I think. Blimey, O'Reilly. I haven't got a clue what's going on with the days. <laughs> yes, uh, here till seven, seven till ten. Here's to sing. And of course, nothing good can come from racism, but maybe this could be the first instance where there could be a positive outcome from racism, in that, if they are found of being uh, guilty of being racist, Jay Goody's career could be over. Couldn't it? That's a good thing to happen. I've not seen any Big Brother. Have you watched Big Brother, Chris? Yeah. Uh, well, no, this time around, though. No. And what, I mean, I've seen Big Brother, I'm aware of it, but I'm not watching this one. Oh, I found a brilliant thing that I am watching. I'll talk to you about that a bit later on. What we're going to do tonight, though, we're going to try this for the rest of the week, is for the first half an hour of the show, the first 30 minutes of the show. I don't need to explain what half an hour is. You know what it is. Right, uh, we're going to do Triple M. So, between now and 7.30, is the telephone number. Uh, we're going to take your calls straight to air. You won't speak to Chris... Uh, you'll just come straight through to me. Seven second delay. Don't swear. Don't be liable. Don't do none of that nonsense. You'll get dumped. You'll get banned from calling the station ever again. I think we've banned... Have we banned two callers already this week? That mad woman who accused Nick Ferris of crimes that he obviously has not committed, uh, and that idiot Peter. They're both banned, as far as I'm concerned now. I don't... Lynn was now, I think, was their name. Yes. Yes, good. They're banned. Uh, 0870-9090-973. Let's try and see what happens. This is a new time to be doing the Triple M. I know a lot of people listening are going, well, where's Gary King? Where's the big quiz, isn't it? Well, we'll wait and see what happens. Line one, you're on the wireless. It's the Verunda impersonator impersonator. Oh, I heard you getting outed on Clive Ball last night. Yeah, he told everyone what my name was. Yes. Isn't that a bit sad? It's Alex. What? He just said it again. Well, no, but he 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 let it out. I'm just saying to the people who missed what? it. Yeah, everyone listening, his name isn't Alex, all right? It's the Verunda impersonator impersonator. But it's, but but brackets actually Alex. But I'm not, I didn't out you. Clive Bull outed you. Yeah, but it's, it is the Verunda impersonator impersonator. Excellent stuff, Alex. Uh, 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 VII. Yeah. W- what? VII. Uh, yeah. It's not that difficult to work out. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh, but I was, was going to say that, um, yes. because if, if you didn't know my name was Alex, yes. then you weren't listening to Clive Ball yesterday. Yes. You was, so. I, I was, yes, I was listening you're, to him. You're a good boy anyway. So. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Al- uh VII. I mean, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he was genuinely peed off when Clive Ball outed him, and he did it by mistake, because his name came up on the screen, obviously. Uh, mm, Alex in the West End? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he got really upset, and he's like, what, what, what have you just done? And Clive's like, what? You just... You just told everyone my name. It was almost in tears. And Clive was like, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> okay, good effort. Well, no, it was a, a, a poor effort there. And then he swore. Gotta keep an eye on my potty. I've still got this cold. I feel fine. In the words of the Beatles song, I feel fine. I feel fine. But... I can't just, I can't get rid of this kind of snotty, I've just got through a box of tissues, 
and I can't seem to shake this uh, slightly snotty uh, feeling. So if I keep sniffing and blowing my nose, um, oh, I've had an email to Paul Ross about Jade. Thanks very much, Rakesh. Um, line th- 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 three, you're on the wireless. Um, it's Mark. Hello, Mark. Uh, how are you, Ian? I'm all right, Mark, thank you. Although, do you know, do you know what? I'm not all right. No. I saw something shocking and hideous today. I've seen one of the most shocking things I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. And I, I'm ashamed of my behaviour. I'm genuinely ashamed of what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been watching Big Brother? Okay, don't ask me about that then. Yes, no, I haven't seen any Big Brother, no. No, no, I, 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 I'm not bothered about it myself, but I hear well, it ra- on the racism. news a lot. And I think, well, it's only a television programme, you know. Yes. It, it, and people making a big fuss about it. I know, I know, uh, maybe it ought to be taken off. Do you think it should be taken off? I, you know, I, uh, Mark, I have no opinion on Big Brother. It won't get taken off because of this. It, it, it will be extended for another five years as a direct result of the Ferrari that yeah. is surrounding it at the moment. Right. Davina McCall's fit, though, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for that, Mark. Do you know what? I set him up there with telling... I was about to confess something. I was unsure whether I should mention it on the radio or not, and I, you, you know I've been wrestling with this, what happened a couple of hours ago, Chris, yeah. and should I bring it up on the air? And Mark gave me the opportunity to bring it up on the air. I, I introduced it, he ignored it. He didn't want to know. Didn't want to know what shocking, traumatic thing I'd been involved in. Yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Right. <coughs> Hello, Ver- uh, Verinda. Yeah, I-, I was wondering, yes. Yes. Uh, don't you think it's, uh, a, travest- a travesty? What's a travesty? <laughs> well, I've never s- peed in a swimming pool. Is that, uh, uh John Coulshaw and, uh, Rory Brimner are long lost brothers and-, and they don't know it. John Coulshaw, well, the Impressionists, Coulshaw and, and Bremner are long-lost brothers, and they don't know it. How, how do you know this? Well, I know, because they look like each other. Oh. <laughs> well, they look like each other. Yeah, they do, don't they? No. And, uh, they're both Impressionists and, and entertainers. Impressionists, entertainers, they look like each other. Wow, you're ticking every... Have you, uh, investigated their genes? Yes. Well, you've investigated John Coleshaw's genes, and how close have you investigated Rory Bremner's genes? Have you got up real close and had a good look at his genes? <laughs> yeah, they're both bo- both from a gap in it. <laughs> wow, they must be brothers then. Yeah, what? Sorry? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, uh, think about it, innit? Not for too long. Could you sing Ring of Fire? Uh, no, I think you've got it, haven't you? Yes, I have. She, she, is, what is going on there? I think she was in tears. It, it's an interesting theory. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Where the hell have you been? What do you mean, where have I been? I've been here. Oh, okay, what do you want? How much you pay for your shelves? Oh, for God's sakes, they're coming tomorrow, the shelves. I'm getting excited. I've got, I forgot to, uh, cl- clear the old shelves, so I've got to do that tonight when I get in. You're going to put your finger drum kit on it? Yes. Okay. Well, it, that's, it depends. If it, if it doesn't sell on eBay, then yes. Oh, dear. Yes, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello there, mate. Hello. What have you done now? You're so ashamed. I just oh, heard it on the radio. Well, Tell d- me all about it. I'm genuinely... Uh, is this Steve? Yeah. I'm genuinely ashamed. Okay. Why? What have you done? I did some... Well, okay. 
I was driving along. Is it Span? Is it Spaniards Road? Road Lane? Spaniards oh, Lane? I haven't got a clue, my friend. Up through up through Hampstead Heath, the long the long narrow lane. And I, I was driving through there. Say. I was driving through there on the way to work today. Yeah. A lot of traffic, and there's never traffic. There's a lot of traffic. So yeah. What the bloody hell's going on? Yeah. And we came up to the zebra crossing, and this is genuinely horrific. This isn't oh. a joke. I'm not putting up to a joke. No, it's no. horrific, and I did a bad thing. I'm with you. Came up to the zebra crossing, and there's a big, uh, like a beamer or something, stuck right. in the middle of the road, hazard lights on. Yeah. I thought, well, it's, it's, it's just stopped in the middle of the road, what's going on? It's, it's really dark, and there's lots yeah. of cars, lots of cars. And slowly as we got past it, yeah. I saw there was a woman lying on the bonnet of the car, face down, yeah. okay, stretched out across the bonnet and across the windscreen, and she's, she's, she's obviously been hit by the car, she's moving a little bit, yeah. the, the driver of the car is sat in the car, kind yeah. of look, just looking off into space, all shocked. Uh, and I, as did like a hundred other vehicles, drove past it. And I feel awful that I didn't get it. And I drove past it and I was genuinely in shock when I saw it, okay? In shock. And I thought, bloody hell, that's awful. And then when I got like a hundred yards away, I thought, I should have stopped, man. I should have stopped. I should have got out. I should have put my coat over the woman. Should have said, are you all right, love? L- let me, there's someone called an ambulance, gone to the guy in the car, said, are you all right, mate? Can I get you some water or something? And I didn't do anything. Caught you at a week time, mate. Must have done. <sighs> Caught you at a week time. But the thing is, were, everyone was driving you, past. You were concentrating on your driving. Yeah, but I should have... That's what it was. Yeah, I should have got out and put a coat over it. I mean, I yeah, don't know but, first aid or anything, but I should have done something. Yeah, but if you had a done, yeah. and they'd been having a row, what then? Well, they weren't having a row. She was lying Sparko on the windscreen. Yeah, but how do you know they hadn't had a row? Uh, well, that's correct. We don't know that, but I assu- we don't know, do we? I, I assumed that she was crossing the road and he uh, he tapped into her. But uh, oh, I see, I see where you're coming from. Yes, now. it was yeah, it's by the zebra crossing. So yeah. he'd obviously just knocked her over. Well, um, you're never going to be a knight of the road, are you? Well, he gives with one hand, doesn't he, Steve? And then the other hand, he punches me right in the kidney. What was that all about? The world's most popular triathlon with LBC ninety-seven point three. Ian Lee's good evening. It was a serious thing, though, you know, and I, I, I did the wrong thing, and there's no way around it, and I drove away, and I felt terrible. Um, and you just pray that this woman is all right, and the fella's all right, you know. Okay, uh, taking a call straight to her, Triple M, uh, until half past seven. I'm so bunged up, and I, you, you know what I just swallowed then, don't you? And I just can't seem to shake this bit off. So I'm gonna, uh, I tell you what, let's take a call. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Oh well, don't worry about that with what woman. No, I mean, what goes around comes around. Same might happen to you, and she might what? walk past you. Well, in that case, I, in that case, I should worry about the woman. Well, no, because if she walks past you, you had nothing to worry about in the first place. But if she doesn't walk past you, she obviously snuffed it. Okay, well, that's that's a very cheery little. Uh, I, I hope she didn't. Uh, 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 I, I'm sure. I hope everything's alright. I mean, she was. Oh, yes. Don't, let's not be um, flippant about it. It was genuinely shocking. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three line nine. You're on the wireless. Uh, hi, Ian. Hello. Um, could I make some YouTube like requests? Yes, of course you can. Um, I've got some really good videos. Right. Um, if you type in. Joshua B one 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 nine. Yes. Um, you'll see my videos. And what are they? Um, well, you'll have to go and see for yourself. Well, I can't be bothered. If you want to see my videos, though, and I'm, I've had like fifteen thousand hits 
on my videos on YouTube. Uh, some of them are rubbish. I've had requests as well from old stuff that people want to see, and there's one guy who's requested something that is very funny, and I haven't got a clue what tape it's on. But uh, you can go to uh, www.myspace.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. Not MySpace, YouTube, sorry, youtube.com. You can go to both of those, but youtube.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. Uh, oh, and you can see my Ghostbusters 2 videos, and I think, because I've got bored of doing that now, finding up the quiz channels, but I think I've found the next phase of uh, my performance art that is getting the phrase Ghostbusters 2 on crappy satellite television. Fame TV, anyone? I'll talk to you about that after half past seven. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. I have to do coursework. And it's rubbish. Oh, dear. It's annoying because it's hard and I don't understand it. No. And do you have a Nintendo Wii? Yes, I do have a Nintendo Wii. What games have you got? Well, I've got Zelda, uh, and, uh, I've got Need for Speed, which I've not played yet. I've also got Red Steel, which I had to stop playing after ten minutes because it made me feel seasick. Why did it make you feel seasick? Because because of the way it moves around and the way the camera moves. And I felt really sick, and, uh, I was sweating and had a headache and I had to stop playing it. Oh, you get used to it. Oh, okay, fine. It's hard to get used to it, but you do. Lovely, thank you. Uh, but, by the way, when you call in, try and make them interesting. This is my, my little tip. I've got some drumsticks, look. I heard the jingles gave me some drumsticks. Good, I probably shouldn't be hitting the computer equipment <laughs> with the drumsticks like that, but... Uh, yes, Line 9, you're on the wireless. A tribute to the Hailey Hellman. Hey, little hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Hey, little hen, when, 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 la, 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 in me. Thank you. Uh... Line five, you're on the wireless. Am I really on the wireless? Yes, you are. Well, Minnie Mike sends his regards to you. Okay, so you wouldn't serve two homosexuals, but you would serve Osama bin Laden. Of course. Can would you, you would you serve Osama bin Laden's boyfriend? Do you know something? Do you know something in my five? Don't know. Y- yes, I know that you're a weirdo. Um, yes, line six, you're on the wireless. Just have a little patience. Still hanging from a love I lost. I'm feeling your frustration. Oh, feeling that. Any minute all the pain will stop. Just hope because it's inside your arms tonight. Don't be too hard on my emotions. Yes. Um, line nine, you're on the wireless. Oh, hold on, I've got a really bad joke, and I want to pull out because it's not very good. Permission to pull out, please, sir! Permission granted, Corporal! Um, a lot, a lot of fruitcakes we're getting this evening. Line one, you're on the wireless. I wouldn't feel too bad about the wee thing, because, uh, Doom used to make me feel seasick. I can understand that. It's a similar kind of thing, yeah. It was upsetting because I really liked it. Good game, Doom. Fantastic. So, uh, so listen, yes. James Well called you a pipsqueak. He called me what? I had to live dangerously, you know, get a bit of thrill into my life. And, yes. And, you know, I heard pipsqueak. What, 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 in what context was, uh, old man, old man whale, that old man whale, he keeps he on broadcasting, even though he's a fat old whale. In what context did, uh, the, our Lord Jesus Christ, James Whale himself, Call me a pipsqueak. Break buddy thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But the, the break buddies that he's stolen from me... No, 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 no. I think... Where was this? He said that... Oh, did you phone him up on the... 
What? From the 60s. What? No, I don't phone now. Right. No. Uh, come back when you've got a coherent story, to, and you can tell me. You're just a rambling man, for God's sakes. Line four, you're on the wireless. Wagwanian. Wagwanji, man. Uh, I, I heard you ran over a woman or something. No, that is incorrect. I didn't, I, I did not run over a woman. Call it the police. What? I'm, I'm gonna call the police, innit? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't They're run over... They're gonna come to LBC, arrest you, and then Agent Chris can do the show. Isn't it, Agent Chris? Isn't it? Yeah. And that, <laughs> that would, that would excite you, would it, G-Man? Nah, I want you to do it. Because, yes, exactly. And if, the thing is, if you start calling the police on me... I'll start calling the police on you for being obscene over the internet what? via the Xbox. Obscene, what? it means rude uh, and filthy, over the Xbox 360 directed towards a certain Miss UK 2006. I ain't and done nothing. You won't get to see your baby. I ain't done nothing. Where's you, the proof? You won't get to see your baby. There's no. Nah, Ian, you're taking it to a new level, innit? Exactly, I'm taking it, I'm keeping it real. No, you're not. You're keeping it fake, bruv. And it's out of order. It's fake real. So It's so fake, it's real. Anyway, let's move on from this. Shall this we? Little tattoo, innit? Put the gun down and back off. What? That's right, yes. <laughs> There's no gun involved. It's a metaphorical gun. No. It's w- the gun The gun is words. Oh, uh, yeah, backing away now, aren't you? I hope you are. Backing away? I hope you are. Backing away? I hope you are. I'm not backing away from nothing. Well, I'm gonna go and pick the gun up again. What gun? It's a metaphorical There's gun. No- There's no gun involved. The, gu- the gun is just a th- is a words and threats. No. What? How do you spell gun? I bet you don't even know, innit? You haven't been to school, innit? Is it, well, you haven't been to school f- today, and you probably should have been. I, no, I got a baby, innit? I got a baby to look after. I thought the baby, ha- you'd only just found out you, that she was pregnant. <laughs> no, but I got the babies inside the mum, yeah? So I got to look after the mum and the baby, okay. if you get what I mean. I'm going to cut you off now. No, but you see them drumsticks you got? Yes, G-Man. I might uh, do a rap to it, but not now. Okay, should we do, do, you want to do it now? No, not now, man, not now. Are you bottling it? No, let me write something. Okay, you can't freestyle. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not a freestyler, bruv. No, you're a big, big... Uh, okay, well, thank you, G-Man. No, shut up, bruv. You shut up, bruv. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello. Um, yeah. Bye. Oh, dear. Line n- 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 nine, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello. Oh, I seen a dog fight the other day in the park. It was two hour stations, yeah? Yes. Yeah, and it was really bad because all this fluff was flying out, and I was, I was, I was kind of scared. I, w- I went to hide behind the trees. Okay, well, yeah. that's probably the best best place to hide if you're a bottler. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, hi Ian. Hello there. Um, it's Stephen here, Polish Stephen. Remember me, Keith Fam? Oh yes, Polish Stephen Polski. Yes. Yes. Guess what happened today? I don't know. I know you don't know because if you would know, you would probably talk about it yesterday. What? What happened? Gene Simmons came today to London. Oh, well, guess where? Guess where I'm going tomorrow night. Uh, but you know what? I met him today. Yes. I went to the airport. Yes. I was waiting there like for an hour or something. You know, I'm so yeah. happy to I can share it with you because you're gonna understand my. Uh... Yeah. I've only got thirty seconds, Stephen. All right. So I gave him a, a record. You yes. know, yes. it was 1978. He signed it, dedication for my daughter because she really likes it. Good lad. He's a nice fella. Yeah, we took some pictures. I have a picture on my mobile. Tomorrow is going to be on a Polish website. Maybe I'm going to go and, and see him uh, within the next few days. Tomorrow, I'm going to... G- Gene Simmons is throwing a party. Oh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, so maybe you're going to... What time is the party? Uh, well, I'm not telling 
let's see. Uh, if, uh, uh, my missus can't come, my missus, what a terrible outdated phrase. Do you want to come? Yeah. But I've not asked yet, so I've got to check. My missus, I don't mean that, I mean my mum as well. I'll bring my camera. Okay, mate, you look like you know how to wash up. Start on Monday, right? Hiring migrant workers who aren't entitled to work in the UK is illegal. If you're caught, you could be fined or even face a prison sentence. Free for the rest of the year. Log on to hss.com or call 08457 282828. Don't get caught out in the cold. HSS Hire, a tool for every job. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Got a very, very strongly worded... Uh, we, we, we've finished Triple M now. Hello, Line 10. Hello? Yes, we finished Triple M now. Hi. Um, bye. Bye-bye. Yes, could just get rid of this one. Then, then anyone who calls in after this call here, you have to speak to, Chris, I'm afraid. Uh, yes, we finished the, the Triple M part oh, of the... Oh, you, Ian, mate, yes. Yes. Yes? Yes? Can you do me a favour, please, mate? Yeah, go on. Is it all, mate, mate, yeah. I'm talking today in work to a couple of lads in the canteen. Right. You know, you're talking yesterday about prison break. Can you get it on DVD and... and the second episode, Ian. Second, please. second series. Yes, please. Uh. Can I get it for you? No. Where can you get it from? Can you get it on the internet? Can you, mate? Well, there's, there's, I, all I know is there's a very, which I'm sure is a legal Chinese website that's got it on oh, there. All right, mate. Yeah, come. But I'm not, I can't give out the address. No, no. I'm saying you're talking about in the canteen today. Yes, you can. You, you can. There, there, I mean, there are hooky places on the internet you can get these things, but it's not out on DVD yet. No, I, I, I have been watching that Prison Break Number One. You know, it's good, isn't it? It's very good, mate. I like it, mate. The first episode of series two, though, is a hundred yeah, times better than any of the episodes yeah. in series one. Oh, nice one, mate. But then, then some stupid woman phoned up called Melissa when we were playing Break Buddies, and yeah, she mate. told me what happened, mate. Oh, no. Unbelievable, mate. That's awful, that, Megan. Yeah, that's bad. So, an email here. From Joe. Uh, Ian, James O'Brien is a success. You, my man, he calls me my man, Chris, he's 16 years old. You, my man. You, my man. Ah, <laughs> uh, are not. He is a rising political analyst whose view is much sought after. Okay. You spelt sought wrong, Joe, by the way. He is married with a daughter. Right, yeah. Do not insult him for having things you have not acquired or shall never acquire. He is not boring. I don't think I said he was. I'm a big fan of James O'Brien. I like I, I like James O'Brien, the man, uh, and his show is pretty darn good as well. Ten to one, Monday to Friday. He has just settled down and is setting a great example for the younger generation that I am a part of. Joe, age sixteen. Well, Joe, uh, you, first of all, you spelt sort wrong, uh, and then you spelt apart as one word. So you, what you're saying is you're a part of the younger generation. So you're not part of the younger generation. You're apart from it, uh, and you're a little pipsqueak. Uh, and I've seen a, a naked lady. So, do you know what I mean? I win on every score, Joe. I win on, I win on every single score that you could possibly uh, raise there. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen a naked lady too. Yeah, but that was, you were using uh, a telescopic lens and you were looking through someone's window. That's bad. Um, uh, um, let's quick look at it. Um, okay. Uh, you can email in if you want, uh, ian at lbc.co.uk. Don't, don't email in and just, uh, well, the thing I've noticed, moving, moving slot, and I thought this had kind of gone, when I was doing the drive time slot, for the first three months, uh, got a lot of abusive emails, uh, we're gonna, uh, some people threatening to kill me? Can you believe that? Actually threatening to kill me? Actually threatening to do terrible things to me? Uh, all this kind of stuff. But, but basically saying, 
you're rubbish, we don't like you. That was for the first three months. And then by the end, it had pretty much gone. we still got one or two, uh, but it had pretty much gone. And now I find we've moved slot and we're doing, you know, what used to be the big quiz, get over it. Uh, and then the first two hours of what used to be Clive show, get over it. He's ten till one now. And we're getting the abuse again. The abuse is coming back. And it's like, well, get, just grow up for God's sakes. Goodness gracious me. Um, Tam is in Bolton. Hello, Tam. Hey, Tom. Um, before I get sidetracked and cut me off, um, you know when you walk in London, in the, in the centre of London, in all yes. big cities? Yes. Um, you see some really, really attractive cars, don't you? I don't find cars attractive. Oh, not attractive, but interesting to look at. Sexy. Sexy, yeah. No, I don't find any car sexy. I'm not a weirdo. Well, I mean, what's wrong with, I mean, okay, not sexy, but cool. Then. Horny. Yeah, no, cool, cool. Cool. Well... Um, I don't, the thing is, I'm not really a car person. You can show me, uh, you know, a, a flashy sports car or something, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. No, but, I mean, cars are cool. I mean, I mean, there's a list of things that all men should find really cool. Number one, um... Let's go, okay, let, right, let's, go, let's go through this list of things that men should find really cool. I'm going to write it down, and I'll see how many I tick. Away you go. Number one. Okay, number one, women. Women, okay. Big, big tick there, yes. Number two. Football. Uh-oh, I'm afraid there's a big cross there. Uh, number three... Yep. Cars. Cars, a big cross there, so it's one out of three so far. Number four, music. Music, yeah, I'll, I'll go for, yeah, definitely, that's two out of four. Number five, um, clothes. Clothes? Yeah, I mean... Really? Well, I don't actually find clothes that cool, but other I, people... I don't dig clothes at all, so that's a cross there. So that's two out of five that I tick so far. This is not looking good for me being a man. Um, what else? Um, I said women... Gadgets? Gadgets? Gadgets, yeah, yeah, of course. Mo flashy mobile phones, um... I mean, yeah. you find games consoles cool, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And some people might say that's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying men finding cars cool is a bit weird. I'm not saying it's weird. I'm just saying it doesn't do it for me. I, I have no interest in cars at all, and I couldn't tell... Uh, I couldn't tell a good car from a bad car. All right. Well, what I was, what I was wanting to say was... Yes, Tam. When I walk down the street and I see, <clears> like, or I, and I see a really cool, sexy car, like, I don't know, a Porsche 911 Turbo... Or a, or a, a Volkswagen Polo, yes? No, I said a Porsche 911 Turbo. Sorry, yes, yes. Um, you can't stare at it. You can't just walk along and stare at it. Because there's other people... I'm not sure if I'm just really weird and paranoid. But there's other people looking at you, looking at that person's car. Yeah. There's a British thing where if, if, if you're on a motorway and you see a really flashy car going by, you can't stare at it for too long in case the person in the car's look, look, watching you. No, 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 you're, you're wrong. Surely if you've got a flashy car... Yeah. You want people to stare at your car. It's like those idiots that drive along in, like, 1950s open-top cars. Right? And they're, you know, you know the ones I mean. And they drive on the motorway and they've got, like, uh, hats on and scarves and maybe even some goggles. <laughs> and they want people to stare at them. They want people to go, wow, look at that. That's a 1953... Oh, it's got... They want that. Yeah. They don't buy flash cars not to be noticed. Not the people in the car, the people, like, driving r rubbish cars. Yeah. When you, when you look at the cool cars, the people in the rubbish cars are looking at you, look at the cool cars. And it's like when what? you're walking along, you see a really attractive woman. Yeah. You can't stare at the attractive woman for too long, or else you, you, you're a perv. Uh, now, are you allowed to do this? 
And I've been doing this a lot recently, and uh, I've, well, I've I had a pang of conscience about it, but I've got quite good at judging the scene. An attractive lady walks towards you, okay? Yeah. And okay. she's wearing tight jeans or a short skirt or something. You know that yeah. the, and this is a little bit sexist, but the view from behind is going to be stunning. Yes, yes. So yes, you right. walk, you walk past, and I take approximately seven steps, <laughs> make sure there's no one looking at me, and then I look back. Now Absolutely. I can't stop myself no, from neither. doing that, and I've tried, and I've even got it. If there are people around, I've got a little system where I, I either pretend I'm trying to get a signal on my mobile phone, or I pretend that I've walked past the shop I'm looking for. And is it back that way? No, it's not. It's no. I'm going the right way, oh, and I do that, and I can't stop myself from doing it. I mean, I get the train, right? Yeah. And for some reason, like, I try to get a book out and read it, and, you know. Yeah. So, every now and then, really attractive student or... Oh. Or just... And you can't stare at them, but you, can, well, you can't just... And it just ends up ruining your journey. Yeah. Because you can't concentrate on the thing you're doing. You're, so you end up concentrating on not staring at them. Yes. And it becomes and, painful. Yes, and what the thing is, you're not... You're not bothered about if they catch you staring at them. Mm. You're bothered about the... The grandma or the, yeah. or the, the dad. How do you know? This is an interesting question, because um, uh, my producer, Adrian Crisp, was m mentioning this earlier on. How do you know if you're being eyed up? I mean, that's a good... I've been eyed up before, and you just get a kind of, like, sixth sense mm. thing, and it's like, I think that woman's staring at me, and then you look at her, and she's not staring at you anymore. Have you ever had, now, I, I will describe this, I'm going to say a phrase, I'm going to describe it, a thing that I like to call a moment. Now, what I mean by a moment is, you're sitting on a train, or you're sitting on a tube or something, mm -hmm. and maybe on the opposite side, about six seats down, seven seats down, there's a really beautiful girl. Not necessarily beautiful, but that th th you would personally find well, her beautiful. Her. Well, you want to stare. So you look out the corner of your eye, and then she looks at you, so you look down, and yeah. then you can see out of the corner of your eye that she's looking at you, and yeah. then when she looks yeah. away, you look back, and you yeah. keep looking, occasionally you make eye contact, nod, and then... And then, the, the moment is, just as she gets up to leave, she gets up, she stands by the door, she's not looking at you, as the door opens, she turns to you, she looks, she yeah. smiles, maybe yeah. even waves, and then walks off. And what she's saying is, you were staring at me, I was staring at you, in a different universe, we'd be copping off with each other now. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those? I have had something like that. I mean, when I'm really like, oh, I don't care, I'm gonna look at her, and I will. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, I have had that. And I've also had this really funny one where I was waiting for the bus, and opposite the road, a really attractive girl was walking along, and I looked at her stead, and then she crossed the road and came sat right next to me at the bus stop. Then I turned around, and she had horrible teeth. Oh, no, really? Yeah, and then, right, and then I just got, oh, it's a shame. Disappointing, oh, isn't it? Could have been doing the eyes for the, for the bus journey, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, Tom, listen, thank you for that. You've raised some would interesting you my, points. Would you say my regular caller? No. Would I, would I say you're a regular caller? Yeah, like G-Man or, or Veranda or his name is. Um, well, that's a, that's a very good question. Let's, I tell you what, we'll ask the next caller if they've heard of you. If they have, you're regular. If you're not, you're irregular. Okay, stay there. Tom from Bolton. Okay. Steve? Yeah? Have you heard of Tom from Bolton calling in before? No, no, I haven't. But he's good. He make a good, uh, regular. He's good, isn't he? But, uh, Tom, I think you need to call in a bit more often. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's a secret. Good, good lad, Tom. Thank you for that. In a bit. He was, he was a good call, though, wasn't he, Steve? Yeah, very good. He yeah, raised a, yeah. a lot of good points there. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm talking about something else in a minute, but your thing about your shock about that, well, that's only a normal reaction, you know, so don't feel guilty about it. I should it. have stopped, man. I should have you pulled should have over done. and stopped. 
You should have done, but a lot of people don't. It's just a natural reaction. Yeah. I've seen loads of people doing it. Well, I, I mean, there were about 100 cars easily that went past when I, you know, because it was a l- heavy traffic, and they just went past. But it's, um, yeah. I feel empty, and I feel sad uh, that I didn't, I didn't stop. I feel. I think I let myself down uh, quite considerably there. Yeah, oh, I done the same thing once. I done exactly the same. Yeah. thing. But um, you know, anyway. Anyway, go on. Saturday, yes. I'm going down the Solent. Yes. With uh, the lifeboat, and we're going to be hanging 150 foot from an helicopter. What? At full speed, going across Solent. Ha- why? Doing uh, yeah, we do. Well, I'm, I'm like a rescue boat helms. Oh, okay, right. right yes. And uh, what I want to know is like. Should I wear goggles on my crash helmet or the visor? Now, I think the visor looks cool, but the goggles look a bit 1950s motorcycle. Hang on a minute. So you're going to... What, what, tell me... The travel can wait a minute. What, what are you going to be doing exactly? Well, the helicopter's going to be going along the solar... Across the wall. We're going to yeah. be in the lifeboat, and we've got to go yeah. full speed, and the helm... Right. The winch man's going to hang down from the bottom of the helicopter. Oh, we're going to yeah. put him on our boat, and yeah. then we're going to take turns... At full speed, going up and getting... Is this, is this practice, or is this, you, you guess, you boys dicking around a bit? Oh, it's practice, it's uh, practice. All right, yeah, sure. And I you're wondering whether visor, visor or goggles would look cooler? Yeah. Go for the goggles. You think for the goggles? I think the goggles would look better, definitely. Yeah. It just reminded me of George and Mildred's, uh, you know, the motorcycle, ha- you know, yeah, the yeah. with the goggles. Yeah, I tell you what, 870 Ian Lee. Good evening. I'm having a row with a 16-year-old virgin. This is insane. Joe has sent me in another email. This is the last one I'm going to read out, Joey. The call-up will go away. Uh, but this is brilliant. Joe has uh, accused me of not being as good as James O'Brien, which is fine. You know, James O'Brien is excellent and has been doing this kind of radio much longer than me. So that's groovy. Uh, but Joe has emailed back. Now, this is the last one of these I'm going to read out, because otherwise, Joe, it gets a bit boring. It's a phone-in show. The clue is in there somewhere. So, 0870 there. I know you won't, because you're only a little boy. You've probably got to be in bed soon. But... He's emailed back, the monkeys is your specialist topic. The monkeys is your specialist topic. I'm not denying you've seen naked bodies, but I doubt they were made from anything more than paper. That's the argument that a virgin uses. Honestly, a man claiming to be such an intellectual should have picked a more credible topic. Chris, have I ever claimed to be an intellectual? Have I ever claimed that? I don't think so. If I have, I don't remember. Um... Claim to be an intellectual. Don't think I have. Oh, was that? Oh, no. Was that, um... No. Uh, June... Was it June? No. No. There was some... No, that wasn't... No, that wasn't me. No. 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 Oh. It was James Max. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Chris. Yes. It was James Max who claims to be an intellectual. Hey, listen, man, when you're a mastermind, which I won... Yeah, that's right. Doesn't matter what the topic is. I won. uh, And I won the general knowledge round. So... Joe, call in or, you know, go away. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. I can't believe I'm getting abuse from kids. Dion's in Langley. Can you believe that there's a 16-year-old having a go at me? Ah, uh, my girlfriend had a go at me about half an hour ago. But and I have seen naked women, and they were real! Yeah, of course they're real. Most men have. Yeah, mo- yeah well, yes. <laughs> mo- mo- most men, yes. Uh, yeah. Why was your girlfriend having a go at you? Um, cos I want to go to the shop next door and buy her a bottle of whiskey and she called me honky trash with an average white manhood. <laughs> wow! I, no, think, I, I, I think it's funny. I, I think I've seen that film somewhere. Oh, is there a film about it? Yes, it, yes, yes, there is. Wow, that's, uh... Has she been watching Big Brother recently? 
Oh, she watches it every night. Yes, I can tell. Yeah. From I the... didn't find it racist. I thought I found it funny, so... Well, it's... Well, Ian Lee was on, so I weren't moving off the side. Oh, I like him. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit racist. Anyway, dear. Yeah, Bolton. Yes. Uh, the guy got two things wrong for your list. <laughs> oh, the list... This is the list of what makes a man. Yeah. Women, football, cars, music, clothes and gadgets. Well, in Bolton, there's no attractive women and there's no nice cars. Oh, dear God almighty. And that's for experience. I, my dad lives five miles from Bolton. I've been drinking there a few times. Yes. Yeah. But, okay. Um, well, so, okay. Well, we're, we're... I'm not having a go at the Northerners. No, no, you know, no. I'm very nice people. I go up there regular. What, what I like about the Northerners is that, yes, uh, a lot of the women are ugly, but they don't wear very much on Saturday nights, even when it's ice cold. No, especially in Hull. Yes, in Hull and in Newcastle. Yeah, I've seen the uh, programmes on four and five. Yes. Oh, hey, you know, I've been doing, or you may or may not know, uh, one of my hobbies recently that I've stopped doing now is phoning up these quiz channels... Uh, <laughs> you know the quiz channels they have on, on like, channel 262 or whatever, uh, and they ask you silly questions like, um, name, uh, 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 uh name, uh, ten animals beginning with D, or something. Yeah, I heard the one about the raw plugging. The, well, the raw plug, that Clive mentioned that, that was in the paper, wasn't it, that ITV got in very big trouble. Yeah. This is brilliant, if you missed this, Clive was talking about like this, uh, one of the questions was, things you would find in a lady's handbag, and the answers were raw plugs and a balaclava. Well, if she's, if she's, um, you know, Secret Service, then maybe. Uh, but I always phone up and I say, is it Ghostbusters 2? Uh, <laughs> much hilarity. Uh, I've done it a few times. They've got wives to me now. And you can see these on the youtube.com forward slash the really and Lee. Well, yeah. I've stopped doing that now. So last night I was flicking through the channels, trying to find a new channel I could terrorise. Uh, and by that, I don't mean using chapati powder. I mean actually phone up and uh, infiltrate. Yeah. And I, have you heard of a channel, channel 217, called... I've only got three viewing. Ah. Uh, it's called Fame TV. Fame. Fame. Oh, right, yeah. Fame. Fame. Then the programme. Well, well uh, as in that word, but not that programme. Yeah, Fame yeah, TV. I know what you mean. And what it is, it's brilliant, Dion. You've got, it, it, you've got nine little screens on this screen, okay? And they're all showing tiny little films that you can't see. A lot of them, uh, pornography. I'll be oh, honest no. with you, you know, pornography. But some of them are homemade films that people have made on their mobile phones. You text, you send the film to the channel, they put your little film up on the tiny screen, and then you can vote to have the tiny screen turned into a big screen. Now, if a film gets two votes, because no one's watching it, then your film goes up on the big screen. So, I was watching this, I was thinking, hang on a second, there's something here. So last night... At about a quarter to twelve, uh, if anyone had been watching Fame TV, they would have seen a film of me filmed on a mobile phone. Of you? Of me, oh, on a mobile phone, standing there, just staring at the camera for 15 seconds, not doing anything, then holding up some bits of paper, like in that Bob Dylan video, yeah. and going, Is. It. Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> and nice. I played that, I got that on about six times last night, so this is my new method of terrorism and if anyone wants to i think what we need to do is we will pick an evening next week this is what we'll do yeah. we'll pick an evening next week and a specific time and we'll all go and terrorize this channel all of us it's only it cost me i spent last night about six quid so it's not oh, that much it? money it's quite cheap uh, we'll we will pick a specific time and all of us can go and terrorize this channel and we'll communicate by sending little videos up to fame tv how does that sound that sounds pretty good it's my sort of humor there you go dion i've got to move on here we come walk down the street in london zoo today one of the monkeys had an, that's what they do on the nightly news there's a story about a monkey uh, they, oh we've got a story about the monkey in a zoo being shot 
Here we come. In London Zoo today, one of the monkeys had one of his... And that's what they do. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Um, I wonder if there are any other news stories we could, uh, do, um... Do you believe in ghosts? Well, expert ghost hunters, they just do that, don't they? Say, so, um, um, hang on, what else is there? Let's good, try isn't it? it is good, actually. I wish I worked on the nightly news, because it sounds like it's well easy. Um, what else is there, uh, that we've got? Um, um... Ever sold yourself for sex? No, it doesn't, it doesn't... Not really appropriate, actually. Sorry about that. Uh, Maureen is in Tottenham. Oh, sh- Hello, Ian. Maureen, I forgot to ask Dion, so I'll ask you. Should yeah. Steve wear goggles or a visor? What, in the water? Yes. I go for goggles. You go for goggles. Good girl. Very good girl, aren't you? Have you been watching Big Brother? I've not seen any of it, no. It's not racism, it's just class. Different classes. Okay, I've not seen it, so I don't know. No. It's, it's just, it's, I mean, people are dying in, in Iraq and... I thought you were saying Big Brother. I thought, wow, they should... Oh, s- no, in Iraq. And, yes. Well, it's the main news now, isn't it? Yes, it is the main news, and Channel 4 are doing very, very nicely out of it, so, um... Lots of money. A lot of money. Uh, Ian, was yeah. you on the Big Brother show? Did you ever host the show? Host it? <clears throat> yeah. No. I'm getting confused who you are. I don't know what you look like. No, I was on, I was a guest on Big Brother's Little Brother a couple of times, but... Oh! Yes, but I don't, I don't host it. No, that's Dermot O'Leary and, and Russell Brand. And are you d- a household name, Noel? No. Uh, in my mum, even in my mum's house she forgets my name sometimes, so no. Because oh. you, you bloody do sound very, you know, sexy. I can't help it, Ian. I have to tell you. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Maureen. You sound quite, uh, well, you sound very naughty, you do. Well, I've been naughty today. What haven't you, what haven't you done that you should have done, naughty girl? I was on the toilet doing a number four. Number four? Number four. It's not what you think. I, I, well, that's... Shall I tell you? No, please don't, no. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell you. No. Because I was giving it for Christmas. Right. They gave it to me, my neighbour. It's called a rabbit. I'm going to cut you off now, Maureen. You're very naughty. See you soon, big boy. Yes, yes. What a naughty, naughty lady. Uh, 0870-9090-973. Should Steve wear goggles or a visor? Uh, Let's try and keep it clean after 8 o'clock. It's been a little bit mucky, so let's come on. Up our game, ladies and gentlemen. We can do better than this. Um, Moments. Ever had a moment on a train? Uh, Being eyed up, how do you know? And there was something else as well. I can't think what it was. Anyway, 0870-9090-973. More of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 News. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Evening Good evening. Getting our bins emptied out. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much, man. Cheers. Thank you. How are you today? You are right? Good. Good lad. Away you go. Thanks a lot. Cheers. What a nice fellow. So, 
uh, 0870-9090-973. Here to 7 till 10. I guess there are still people turning on now, expecting to hear Clive Bull, and going, uh, what's going on? I don't, I don't like this guy. I, or I love this guy. I don't know. Uh, but Clive, li- this is how it works now. Paul Ross, in the afternoons, 4 till 6.30, fantastic stuff. I'm on 7 till 10, uh, and Clive Bull does 10 till 1. Now, that sounds like a pretty strong lineup. Yes, there's the weak link of Adrian Allen at 1 o'clock that lets the whole side down. But what more can you do? I'm joking. Of course. Um, what have we mentioned so far? Well, we mentioned my eternal shame of seeing, uh, um, the after effects of a car accident and doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it was horrific and I was shaken and, um, but, you know, I don't know any first aid, but I should have gotten out, uh, and done something. I didn't. And I feel quite bad about that. Uh, we're talking about, uh, how do you know when you're being eyed up? Uh, how can you tell? And should, how should you react? Uh, and have you ever had a moment with someone? Where, and this is hard to explain, but you're on a train, you're on a tube, you're both kind of checking each other out of the corner of the eye, then she or he gets up, sort of looks at you as, as they leave, waves, smiles, uh, and that smile is saying, in a, in a par- if we were sliders in a parallel universe, we'd be making love. I've never had a moment. Oh, you haven't, have you? I can't believe it. Elliot, have you ever had a moment? Uh, yeah, once, once or twice, yeah. Once or twice, okay. You, you say that almost as if you're making it up. No, it's actually, uh, quite fun. It livens up your journey, no end. It does. Now, why does Mike Mendoza fear me? I've absolutely no idea. Okay, well, next time, next time you speak to I, him... I will ask him. D- do ask him. Please do ask him, because he's terrified of me. I don't, I don't want an old man to be scared Well, he's from Brighton. Yeah, that would explain it. Well, hang on a minute. Well, what are you saying? Right, so, 0870 And has anyone seen Fame TV Channel 217? I need to put some, um, car mix on. Well, I've still got this cold and blowing my nose all the time. I've got really chapped lips and, uh, dry nose, which isn't very good. I don't know, a bit of that one. I like Carmex. I could, I could eat a Carmex. What flavour is it? A sandwich. It's Carmex flavour. This, this doesn't have a flavour, it's like medical flavour. What does it smell like then? Well, you're not smell- you, why have you got to smell everything? Well, you've got to smell it just before you put it in your mouth. <laughs> well, you haven't. Mm, it tastes nice though. Uh, okay, Sean is in Kensington. Hello, Sean. Hi, how you doing, mate? I'm all right. It sounds like it's distorting in my ears slightly. I don't know why. I'm just still getting over the number four. What's the number four? Oh, for God's sakes, I don't... I d- do not want to know, and I'm right. I'm worried Ian, that... In your thing about when you walk past birds, yeah? Yeah, You know, yes. you've got to look back. Yes. Yeah, I do it, but it only takes me about five steps. So let me take it a bit further, right? When you drive... When, bird, when your birds are walking down the road... Yes. And you're driving, C- and they've yes. got their backs you walking the other way. I have to have a look back then, even if they, I know. Even and sometimes I know they're going to be munters, but I've got to have a look back. I know what you mean. I've been doing. Does it get worse as you get older? I think so. I think I can't stop doing it. I just because sometimes I'm driving past and I see, and she's a rock. She can be a right fat old thing, and I just know <laughs> I've got to have a look back. <coughs> and are you married? Do you have a girlfriend or something? <laughs> no. Because I want what, what, the dream would be the dream would be going out with a girl. Who didn't mind you doing that? Because my last girlfriend, uh, you, she she hated it. She really, and I said, look, listen, it's I used to do it to you last. No, go on, sorry, into yeah, steady. On. Uh, and you, you, I'd say, listen, I ca- it's a natural reaction. I, I am programmed to look. I can't stop. You can't stop, can you? It's it's, it's programmed. But uh, so I would do it subtly, and I do, do like sort of checking the wing mirror and stuff like that. And that's not good. That's no, seedy. I just, I just, well, another, can I add something to your list as well? Oh, what, of what makes a man a man? Yeah. Yeah, go on. We have got women. Uh, watching football, cars, music. Lost. W- watching what? Watching brand new Lost. Oh yes. And um, watching brand new Twenty Four. Oh. Jack's back, my friend. We were uh, Chris and I were supposed to be going. Sky uh, have um, 
tomorrow afternoon are having like a launch of the new series and so they're going to be showing e- like the first episode or highlights from the series and the slightly dizzy slightly geeky but the, the girl i fancy the computer geeky girl is going to be there yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, Chris and I were going to go to this tomorrow. We're very excited. And do you know what? I forgot to RSVP back to them and say we'd like to go, so we can't go now. Oh. I bet Chris is happy, isn't he? Oh, sorry, Chris. Did I'll I not tell you? you? I'll tell you another thing. You know what gets a mind of? You know the lovely bird in Lost going out of that stupid little hobbit? Oh, you, you're talking about, uh, Kate in Lost? Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous, isn't she? she? Well, no, I think she looks like a bloke. She's got, like, a really broad shoulders and a straight back. She do looks like a bloke. Do you live in Brighton by any chance? Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, what's this uh, implication? Uh, yeah, one more thing before I go in. Yes. You, you won't be going nowhere, my friend, because I'll report you to the police for knocking that... Uh, oh, for the goodness sakes. Shame on you. Hey, Arab! Uh, right, uh, just want to say so quickly. Uh, and now it's time for uh, Arab's Guide to Cultural London. Bring this down nice and low. Here we go. Oh, I got it. I prepared. Big Ben uh, was named after a, a boxer from uh, years ago, and uh, the bell used to ring in the, the key of E, but it doesn't anymore because it got cracked. So it just is a bit out of tune. That's it, turn it off now. That's all you get. Is that it? Yeah, well, I wasn't ready. Well, you're supposed to be doing it every night, Arab. It was your idea. Yeah, when you start paying me, you tell me what to do. No, no, you caught... It was your idea to do a cultural highlights of London. Yeah, we got I Nigel... Resided. I resided. Well, you can't resign because we've got Nigel... You can't tell me what to do. Well, I'm not telling you what to do, but we got... And now it's time for Arab we got to play again. ...to cultural London. No. We got Nigel to record that, and it's, yeah. um, you know... Tell him, it's time tell for him, uh... Arab's... 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 Arab's guide to... Cu- I'm not going out of him. Yeah, but, uh, well, can you do one for, for tomorrow, a proper one? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I wanted to talk to you of, uh, about lots of things. Okay, well, away you go then. But make uh, it quick. Do you get, uh, do you get randomly drug tested at where you work? <laughs> if you do, you're in trouble. Why am I in trouble? Because, uh, you, you use that stuff in your nose, and it, when you got a cold. What? What stuff? Not the stuff you used to do. Right, uh, yeah, uh, you mean like Vicks and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, luckily we don't get randomly drug tested here. Yeah, because you'd be busted if you did. <laughs> well, they're not going to bust me for using Vicks. Uh, you can get us out for that. Okay, right. Well, that's okay. That's the first point. Do they get any better, or is that the best? Are you starting with the best and working backwards? Uh, I'm starting with the worst. Okay, well, that's good. How many more have we got? Uh, nine. Oh, jeez. Right. Uh, when uh, when I get uh, eyed up on the train, yeah, they don't leave. I uh, I chase after them and, and have full sex. So that's, uh, don't, if you, you bottled out of it, if you, if you let it go there. Because you'll never see him again. Right, this next one, I better be fantastic, otherwise I'm cutting you off. Uh, right. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Martin's in the buzzard. Hello, Martin. Hey, Arab's cheating. Why? Because there was a documentary on BBC Two this morning all about Big Ben. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And they, and they mentioned it was named... Right, can, we're going to move... Can we move... Um, oh, we've moved in there. Hang on a minute. I'm calling him back if, he, if that's what he's been doing. Hang on a second. Oh, this computer's gone knackered. So there was a documentary about Big Ben, was there? Yeah, I, I was over at my mum's this morning, and yeah. I just put the telly on, and it was it was fascinating. And Guy went up the clock tower, and, you know, it, the, the, the bell crashed. Oh, oh, what have I done there? Oh, bell's teeth. Oh, I've cut them both off. Martin? 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 
Martin? What have you done? <laughs> right, I can, I, can, I can fix this. Hang on a minute. Right, hang on. If I do that, if I get him there... Right, I muffed this up totally. And if we get him there... I'm just... His computer's a little bit... Oh. But let's have his line-up. Let's have his line-up. Martin! Hello! Sorry, I cut you off! I know, it was bad of you. Sorry about that. Hang on, I'm just trying to get Arab. There we go. All right, hang on a second. God, that was a mess, wasn't it? So, he was cheating, was he? He was cheating, yeah. Arab? Yeah. Uh, uh, you're on the radio. Martin's got a word... wants to speak to you. Hey, Rab, you're a naughty boy, man, because you're cheating. There was a documentary about Big Ben on the telly this morning. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't say that. I, I didn't say I made it up myself. Ah. Oh. If you watch Good it. Good, though, isn't it? Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, of course I bloody did, yeah. Are you unemployed as well? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a cab driver, yeah. Right, so you're not unemployed? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't have any jobs when I was watching it, so I was unemployed. I'm more intelligent than you because I've got more time to think about stuff. Um, no, I'm more intelligent than you because yeah, right, go on, I get I make more money by being unemployed. Right, you doesn't make any sense what you just said there, bro. Uh, well, it does because I'm self-employed, and when I don't work, I'm unemployed. No, not really. Yeah. No, because you still got your cab sitting out the front of your house. Yeah, but I'm not in it. Yeah. Uh, you think you're more intelligent than me? Um, I think so. Go on then. Um, Go on then. Go on then what, Arab? T- test me, bro. Okay, uh, um, how would you I get... Can do, no, you, I can do... I didn't say you weren't intelligent. A- Arab, okay, I'll test you. No. How how do you get to Muswell Hill Broadway from Tottenham Court Road? What's the best route? Uh, to ask the question again. How do you get from Muswell Hill Broadway to Tottenham Court Road? What's the best route? Uh, on the train. It's a good answer, Martin. <laughs> It's a good answer. It was. I, I was going to say that, actually. Yeah, but you, you didn't know, did you? No, come on. You little div. What? No, you get on the tube, but... Uh, uh, if that was you, I would have said you could have got in my cab, and that would have given up a bit of business for you, wouldn't it? But you didn't no, think... No, because I, I, I would have been unemployed think, at the you time. You didn't think, because, and that's why you're living uh, in uh, squalor. Do you live in squalor, Martin? I thought you lived in the buzzard. Yeah. Yeah, squalor. Right, listen. Ten miles from Squire. Okay, listen. Don't I don't. Want you, why are we falling out over Big Ben? Arab, would you extend? What, what else did they say in the documentary, Arab? Uh, they, they, they were talking about uh, how the bell that they used the first time uh, wasn't uh, wasn't uh, broke, and then they couldn't get the new one up the up uh, up there, so they turned it on its side. That's right. And where, where was it made? Reminds me a bit of you. Right, he's he's answering all the questions, Martin. Yeah, yeah. I, I suspect I know, Arab. Where was the bell made? Uh, it was made in that shop in. Uh, hang on, in the um, West London. No, East London. Uh, no, it was West London. No, it was East London, Whitechapel Bell Foundry. Oh no. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Here we go. This is Can you answer this question? Which bird lays the biggest egg? Ostrich. Arab's girlfriend. Conditions apply. LBC 97.3. Ian, Ian Lee. Lee's Good evening. Good evening. We just did a break buddy there, and if you don't know what a break buddy is, uh, during the breaks, the news and the adverts and the travel, uh, you can call in 0870 And the first call I get, where's my phone actually? I need my phone so I can do it in here because I was doing it out there. Oh. Oh. 
Uh, and, uh, we're having a, you, you can chat to me off air, and it can be rude, it can be mucky, you can have a go, whatever you want to do. Uh, and I'm so glad we took the last call off air. Because it was a Polish gentleman telling me, uh, where he comes from, what it takes to be a man. And I can't repeat it on the radio. Absolute filth. Hell, uh, uh, uh Vince. Yeah, hello, Ian. Hello, Vince. Alright, oh, mate. Yeah, first time caller. First time caller? Yeah, mate. I've been listening to you for a while. Good lad. Thank you very much for calling. Why Why have you called today, though? To do with a gazer with the goggles with a stacker. Oh, this is uh, Steve, who's got a cushy job riding on a lifeboat and getting picked up by a helicopter. They say it's for training. Obviously, it's just for messing around. Should he wear goggles or should he wear uh, a visor? Well, it sounds like he has fun anyway. Yeah, it's what, it sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah, well, all the special helmet he's got, or stack hat, skid did, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, if he's got a full face, he should have a smoked visor, doesn't it? He should have a what? Just a, a, a visor that's just smoked to make him look cool. Smoked visor? I thought you said... Uh, you would, oh, really? I, I would go for the goggles, I think. Most, all of the emails are saying go for the goggles. It all depends what crash helmet he's got. If he's got an open face thing, then, mm. uh, goggles, but if not, go for the smoke uh, okay. Do, do, are you a fan of the helmet, uh, Vince? Yeah, crash helmet, yeah. I'm a motorbiker. Oh, okay. Obviously. I've been on the back of a, a motorbike, and it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it's not when you're riding it. On is, the back, it is a bit scary. Yeah, but yeah. riding pillion is a little bit spooky, because you, um, and the, the people that I rid with, uh, it was one of those virgin limo bikes, and they're brilliant, but the yeah, guys yeah. That, that drive them are, are absolutely bonkers. Well, all bikers are, aren't we? Well, do you know what? I think they are. I think to ride a motorcycle, and, and this is it's not in any way rude, in, in many ways it's a compliment, to ride a... It sounds like it's distorting in my head quite a lot. Is there anything out there? Because it's really, um... Uh, if it's fine with you guys, then it's fine, but it just sounds like it's, it's kind of distorting. Uh, I think to ride a motorcycle, you have to be mental. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Vince, listen, thanks very much for that. No worries. Okay, that's the first vote for uh, a, a visor. Chris, come and have a go. Can you come have a go at this? See, see if you... Because maybe it's me. My ears are playing me up. What with me being bunged up. And it's not just these headphones. To be honest, it's been like this all week. Is it you distorting all the chords? Whoa! Feedback, isn't it? Now, you talk in there. talking at your normal volume. I'll talk... I'll talk in my volume. Can you hear? Does it sound like it's distorting if I talk like that? Yeah, but... I think it's because it's too loud. No, it won't. Even if you turn it down, it will still... It will still distort at that level. Can you hear it distorting? It's kind of just jarring a bit, isn't it? It's better like that. Yeah, but then you can't. Yeah, but then you can't hear anything. No, it's not. It, come here. How can you say that's better? Because it's if you listen, it's still distorting. It's oh, just, now that you've gone closer. No, even if I'm here, it's still distorting. But you just can't hear it because you've got it turned down. Well, then it's these headphones. So well, no, it's not. It's every. It's every headphone I've ever used this week. You're coming out absolutely fine in the speakers. Oh, oh, what, 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 what was that for? Give me my jump out! Get off me! Yeah, that's right. I just. Are you trying to help? <laughs> Chris, you've got you've got one in your forehead. Sorry, mate. Sorry. We found uh, that if you fire a stapler at someone, yes, it's dangerous, but it's wicked fun. Stapler wars. I love it. Uh, Blanche. Hi, Ian. Hello, Blanche. I just phoned up to wish you good luck with the new show. Thank you very much. And you've been ill three times since it started. And that's a bad omen. You've been going for, what, all of just over a week? Yes, yes, that's right, five, six, seven, eight days. Oh, I was very proud of you on the quiz programme. It wasn't just a quiz programme, it was the mastermind. mastermind. That's correct. I saw you were nervous. Yeah, I was terrified. I know you came over as 
you know, very self-confident, but you could see you were nervous, and you did brilliantly, and I was ever so proud of you. Blosh, thank you. And how have you been? You all right? Not too bad. Mm-hmm. I hate the winter in any case. Why? Just because it's cold? It's grey and grey and grey and grey. You know, but the thing is, today, it was brilliant sunshine. What was that all Five about? Five minutes. It's, uh lulling us to, into a full sense of security yeah. for tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big storm, isn't it? Yep. I kind of like the weather like this. Well, I like it when I'm in. Yes. I mean, I don't care when I'm tucked up in. Ever done a number four? What's a number four? I'm not sure, actually. Well, if you don't tell me, how can I tell it's you? It's probably best idea. yes. Hey, and we did very well on the Christmas programme, didn't we? Uh, what Christmas programme? When they did the best of. Oh, I did, I did... You and I in bedbugs. What, what does that... We beat one of Steve's. Oh, did, did you and I beat Steve Allen? Only on one of them. Fantastic. Steve actually should have come top. I, I didn't, I didn't listen, I, I, I don't, I, this is the, but anyone doesn't know. I only heard it by accident. The top 100, uh, LBC yeah. moments. Uh, and uh, we were in it, were we? Yeah, but Genius. Steve should have won with, uh... What? The Russian roulette, the chocolate roulette, oh, because it yeah. had me creased up. Have yeah. you heard it? Yeah, I've heard it done loads of times in other radio stations. And Steve did that recently, did he? Oh, you've heard it done before? Yeah, it's an old favourite. Get some, you know, chocolates that have got nasty stuff oh, in. Oh, yeah, I think, and now I bet he, he did it. Yeah, on a... I bet he was the first. Well, it's, yeah, an, old, it's an old party was... game that... It's an old party Steve game. Fair. Yes. It's the first time that's ever been done on the... Hey, were you listening to Chris Moyles today? Who the hell's Chris Moore? He's that fat so-and-so on Radio 1. I don't listen to Radio 1. Do you not? I thought you'd like a bit of Radio 1. God, no. Do you not like the music? No, I'm too intelligent. But I, I thought you would have been a, a, a fan of that kind of stuff. No, if I want to hear music, I'll play my own music. Oh, really? I don't really uh, have to listen to a radio programme. The only radio programme I stand by is LBC. Yes. I've been listening since 73. You probably weren't born then. I was born in... You started listening the, the year that I was born. Well, that's when I started listening. The day they started. And I've been with LBC. Hey, what, 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 kind, what kind of music are you into? Uh... Bit, bit of Bowie? There's know, a star I'm, man waiting in the sky. from the classics through to Sinatra. Oh, the classics. You like this, then? Don't like that? No. Um... Try something else. No, I uh, hated that programme. Okay, let's it try... It was grubby. Like Not that? too sure. Oh, you'll like this one. <laughs> Do you like that? No. God, you're horrible. Yeah, How about... <laughs> How, hang on, hang on, there'll be a horrible noise. Okay. How about, how about this one? I like the ding a -ding. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Do you like that? I didn't even know what it was. It was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Keep it. Oh, dear. <laughs> so we'll play it. For, next time Stuart from Stanmore comes on, we'll play that. Okay. Blanche, thank you for that. Bye. Lots of love, bye-bye. Mary. Hello, Ian. Hello, Mary. Turn your... Oh. Yes, it's off. Well, it's not. I can hear it. You can't hear it now, can you? Yes, I can, really clearly. You could not hear it now. Well, I can't... Hang on. Should you be quiet? 
Yeah, I can't hear it now, but I could hear it every point up till that, that now. Right. Now, about eye contact. Yes, ever been eyed up? Yes, a lot. And I was very, I had one, one eye contact that made me very nervous, and in the end I gave up going on the tube. I sat, I, um, opposite a guy, and we were uh, he, eye contact, which I hate. Hello? Yes. And, uh... I'm just playing music to make the story interesting. And so as the tube was coming into my station, yes. I got up, and lo and behold, he was behind, you know, he was what, he got up as well, and I thought, well, knocking all that. <laughs> he and doesn't then, waste any time, does he? Pardon? Yes. And then I went over, uh, as I was getting out the tube, I felt his hand on my bottom. Oh, dear goodness gracious me. You know, but, um, I just got off and then in and out... You, you got off with him? No, got off of the tube. And with... in and out of the people and lost him because I've heard of stalkers, you know. He gave me such a hot... It's a seedy eye contact. So now, when I go on the tube, I always take a magazine so I don't have any eye contact with anybody. Yes. And also... Yes. I like going on buses because I hate eye contact with people. Yes, I don't you know, like men eye contact. men or women, it makes you uncomfortable, you sort of... Yeah. You know, I might be looking at a woman and she might have a nice pair of shoes on and I'm thinking they're nice or looking at... So you're eyeing up a woman's shoes? Or her, what she's wearing, but on not her particularly for bottom. a sexual purpose. No, but not particularly, but possibly. Mm, no, the, the, the men... A little bit? Look at them, they start thinking, oh, definitely, you know, yeah. and... So I, I just don't right. like it at all. That's why I like the, the bus where you don't, you, when you're sitting next to someone, yes. you're all staring ahead, aren't we? LBC 97.3. You Lee's Good Evening. Call 0870-9090-973. Uh, thanks to Jason, who was my break buddy there, and uh, thank you very much. 0870-9090-973. Let us have... Oh, I'm easy to hear that. Uh, a little recap of what we've mentioned so far. Well, no one, it turns out, none of you, uh, seem to have heard of uh, Fame TV, which is channel 217 on the sky. If you've seen it, um, 0870 And if there are any other channels like that that I can infiltrate, yes, it may be the only way I get back onto real television. That's fine. Uh, but I'm uh, undergoing a series of projects. And these projects, by the way, can be viewed by going to youtube.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. YouTube.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. Uh, and you can subscribe to my videos there. I've had 15,000 views, 15,000 views of the videos. Uh, admittedly, I viewed them 11,000 times just to get the numbers up a little bit, but that's groovy. So if anyone's seen that channel or is aware of it, then give us a call. Don't give us a call now because just as I start setting up the topics, Chris goes out and disappears. What an idiot. Um, uh, how, what should you do if you're being eyed up? Uh, moments. I've explained what a moment is, and if you think you've had one, I can't believe I'm the only person that's had one. Uh, and the list of what makes a man a man. This is the list as, as given to us by Tam, who wants to become a regular caller, but hasn't quite succeeded yet. Uh, you've got to be into women, football, cars, music, clothes, gadgets, uh, and then we added Lost in 24. What I'll do is I'll, I'll put, I'll put American TV shows, I think, is, is, is better. Um, uh, and that means, out of seven... I tick one, two, three, four. Four out of seven. Well, it's not bad going. It's better than perhaps, uh, I normally do. Um, uh, what infu- Here we go. This is from Honey Bunny. Ian, what infuriates me on the tube is when I'm sitting down and a man stands right in front of me, thrusting his hips in my face. 
really? Does that happen? I know that's what make, makes Chris um, travel on the tube. Sophie! Hi. Hello, Sophie. Hello. I didn't hear the beginning of the show, um, so I don't know if you witnessed the accident or if you just drove by in the aftermath. Yeah, I, I didn't witness it happen. I was there in, in the, or I guess, the immediate aftermath. Right, because, I, I mean, I just wanted to tell you about an experience that I had, one of the few moments I've been proud of in my life. Yeah. Um, where I actually did stop, and I, but I stopped because um, I was driving by something when it actually happened. Right. And, and I totally relate to it. I mean, I was shaking all over. Mm. And um, a motorcyclist basically went into the side of a taxi on the way down into Paddington. You remember when there was an old ramp down in mm. yeah, yeah. years ago? And um, so I actually pulled over and went into a um, pub and called 999. And then... Well, this was in the old days before mobiles. Yes, exactly. Jeez. Exactly. I had to actually stop the car <laughs> and you know, get, go and get my pennies out or whatever. Fantastic. No, I was free. But, um, and... You know, then I walked back up the hill to see what was going on, and it looked like an um, ambulance had arrived already. Mm. Well, wow, that was quick. So I got in my car, and I drove on to where I was going. And, um, and then I thought later on, well, you know, maybe I should have stopped, and, you know, maybe I should have been a witness or something, and mm. I wasn't sure. But then a few days later, I went, actually went back, because I was on my regular route, and I saw there was a sign-up saying, you know, did he witness this accident? Oh, really? And there was actually a copper standing there at the yeah. time. It was made really easy for me. So I went and told him, yeah. yes, I did see it, and I called 999. And he said, oh, you were the one, were you? Because, um, you know, uh, that um, ambulance that had been there actually happened to be passing and wasn't equipped with emergency. You know, it was one of those ambulances that carry people, mm. you know, from place to place or whatever. And, um, and no one else did stop and call an ambulance. <sighs> I feel terrible. I didn't. I mean, I've stopped. Yeah, I mean, but you, you know, it was the aftermath. But it is interesting because I, I had, a, I had thought, you know, well, you know, somebody else is going to stop, and maybe yeah. I don't need to. But I did actually bother to. I mean, I have stopped in the past. He says trying to ease his conscience on this <laughs> one. Uh, you know, I saw, I saw a guy get knocked. Over. Was it a motorbike or was it a bicycle? I can't remember. But I saw a guy get knocked over, uh, and we, we were, you know, really late for somewhere. But we stopped and we called the police and we wait in the right. ambulance and we wait and did all that. So I've done. I just, I just. It was thing is it was so dark and you couldn't see today what the situation was until right. you were right up next to it, uh, and then I was just so shocked at what I saw. That's it, yeah. And I guess and my brain just froze and I didn't. I completely froze and I drove on and then when I got too far away to turn back because there was just right. too much traffic, it was, like, it was like I should have yeah. I should have got out and you know even if I just put my coat over her and held her hand until something turned up right. you know yeah. and then as I got a bit further away I saw the, an ambulance you know rushing towards it so right that was was in place but i did the wrong thing and i feel terrible about it you feel terrible about it that's a, you know mm. good thing. <laughs> you know but yeah i mean it's amazing how, how these things stick with you mm. sophie listen thanks very much for that okay cheers bye-bye oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three um oh let me just take one of these let's just take yes yes line two you're on the air um hi hello hi 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 you're on the radio my name's Jojo, and I won't go to bed until I speak to Ian Lee. Well, you're speaking to Ian Lee. Good. Well, then go to bed. No! Will you, hang on, hang on a wait, minute. Wait, 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 please. No. Can no. I your autograph? How old are you? Ten. Right, you can't have my autograph, you're too young. But you said, did you make a rule, who's, who's there with you, your mum? Pardon? Who's there with you? Mum. Yeah. Did you make a deal with your mum that if you spoke to me, you'd then go to bed? Um, if. I get to speak to you, yeah. Well, you're speaking to me, so the thing you'll have to do is go to bed. And as you get yet. up... No, I've you, done something. You've done it! You were gonna speak to me! You were gonna speak to... You made a deal, you've gotta stick with it! I want your autograph! You're not getting it! 
Why do you want my name on a bit of paper? What? Why would you like me to write my name on a bit of paper? What, what would that mean to you? Um, I don't know. Exactly, it would mean nothing. And you'd get it and you go, oh, wow, he's written his name on a bit of paper. And you'd maybe look at it for a, a couple of minutes and you put it somewhere and then you'd forget about it. And maybe a month later you think, where was that dude's name on the bit of paper? And you wouldn't be able to find it and, you know, life would move on. So, go to bed. You're mean. Yes, that's right. I'm very mean. I'm I'm very, very mean. Sarah's in White City. Hello. Hello, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm mean, apparently, according to a ten-year-old. You're mean. It's like the two sides of Ian. Yes. The mean one that tells you to go to bed. Yes. And then the, the, the compassionate one that yes. wants to hold the woman's hand but, after the accident. But didn't know. Didn't do it. I know. Well, Bad. next time, because what if it were your mum or your sister? This is exactly what was going through my head. If that had been my mum, and if she'd have said, hey, do you know what, a hundred cars went past and not one of them got out and put a coat over me, I would have been furious. So I did, I did it completely the wrong thing, and I'm aware of it, and I, I genuinely feel guilty, uh, and I feel ashamed of that. Mm, maybe it's all leading to something, because yesterday you see the blood, the shirt with the blood on it. Yeah. Today you see an accident, like tomorrow, who knows what you're going to see. It, I, maybe, well, you know, if I believed in all that kind of guff, then yes, I would think it, these were omens, uh, <laughs> and I was, I was on a journey to learn something. But as it is, it's just coincidence, isn't it? Yes. Well, I wanted to talk to you about office crushes, and this sort of has to do with eyeing up. Oh, cause, yeah, because well. Chris has got a crush on uh, someone who works here. Do you know Bob? Do you know Bob, Clive's producer? Yes. Yeah. Chris has a crush on Bob. You shouldn't have said that on the radio. I'm sorry, Chris. That was that. I didn't know you'd come back. I shouldn't have said that about you. What? You... Did you not hear what I just said? No. Uh, oh, carry on taking those calls, then, my friend. Yes. What did you say? No, I didn't say nothing, mate. You take take the call. Speak to Lucy. Well, now. Bob, Bob is cute, so I don't blame him. But Bob is very tall. <laughs> yeah, he, he like yeah. I, I shouldn't have said anything. Let's move on from that. Okay. That's uh, that's unfair. Right. So so office crushes. Like yes. I think it's good to have like like I just started on a new program, and weirdly enough, like. Almost everyone I'm working with is a guy. There's yeah. one other woman there. So because oh, like you work in TV now, TV these days, you go into a, a production office or uh, you work on a show, or something. It's nearly all populated by 18 year old uh, runners and work experience girls and guys that are all beautiful. The guys are generally gay, yeah. but uh, but the the girls are all just stunning. And you walk around going, oh, oh. No, well, but no. Though so I'm on this like. I guess because of the nature of the project I'm working on, it's like all guys. I'm sorry about saying about you and Bob. I, what did you say about it? Didn't say anything. Just said you respected him as a producer. I didn't mention anything about, you know, the you... Oh, nice one. ...having a crush on him. Hey, thanks for the spoon. Yes, Sarah, sorry. Okay. So, um, like, I... So, I, I... You know, the day I started, I sort of looked around... Yes. ...saw that I was, like, one of two women out of, like... Six and you guys. thought... I am way in here there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I mean, not all of them are good looking, but I think it's essential to have an office crush because you want you want to make sure there's someone you look forward to seeing yes. when you get to work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And when I worked on another program with like when it was all women, I didn't even bother dressing up. It's like, what is the point? You know, oh. now that like I've clocked a guy there at work, mm. you know, you know, I wear. I decided that I'm going to look dressy and nice and. Very feminine. Wow. You, you. Yes. So, but I, I'm trying not to go into inappropriate office wear. Uh, well, yeah. Well, what's inappropriate for an office? Uh, too short and too low, I guess, are the, um... Yeah, or, or possibly too tight. Yes, yes. But I like to wear the shirts that actually, sh like, kind of show off, um, my, 
Bosoms. Your bosoms. So... Verinda, are you getting all of this? Verinda uh, asked for my phone number. Excuse me? Verinda asked for my phone number. Did... What? Is, it, <laughs> is this true, Verinda? Yeah. Um, what, what, did you give it to him? I did, but... No, you didn't! <laughs> I had a moment of panic, because I was in the middle... I was in the middle of watching this videotape, and then I had to stop, and then I went back, and he goes, oh, I guess you're not going to give it to me. And then I felt bad, and I didn't have an excuse, so I gave it to him. We're talking about the phone number still, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, Verinda, yeah. why did you ask for Mucky Sarah's phone number? Uh, just because she's mucky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fair play, he's a 19-year-old lad, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, head screwed on. Yeah, I don't know, I think I would, you know, eat him up and spit him out. I, I think that's what he wants, to be <laughs> honest, Mucky Sarah. Are you, Brenda, are you going to ask her out on a date? Yeah. Go on, then. Go on, then. I'm going to ask her out. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to go out? Uh, do I have to give you an answer now? Can I think about it? Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can I take a chaperone? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you, uh, you, Verinda, uh, calm down, uh, calm down. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? That's, that's really I irrelevant. I've taken a pole on the chin. Oh, that's interesting. Does that impress you, Sarah? He's taken a pole on the... I've what? taken a pole on the chin. He's taken a pole on the chin? Uh, Anyway, yeah, you know, somebody can help me. I don't know if I can, Verinda, but continue. Yeah, uh, Before you go on, Verinda said that I can call him Vinny. Vinny? 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 Oh, Vinny! I don't understand why it's not Verinny. Why is it Vinny and not Because Vinny sounds like that, <laughs> that tough footballer, Vinny Jones. Not doesn't sound like that big Gaylord Verinda. Wow, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. Vinny. It's Vinny. <laughs> oh, Vinny. I was wondering if you can help me, yeah? Yes, I think it's too late, but carry on. I got a new phone, yeah, and uh, yes. uh, there's a ringtone on it. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's, I think it's from an um, American program. I, I just can't tell where it is. Well, so. can you play it to us? Yeah. Away you go, Vinny. <laughs> can you hear it? Do you make it a bit louder. Put it by the phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sarah, do you know what that is? No, but it's not a ringtone. It's like a backing track to a bad dandy. I think I think it's Due South, Vinny. Is it? Uh, was that a good program? Yeah, it was brilliant, Due South, about the Mountie that worked in, went and worked in New York or something. Oh, yeah. He, he looked like Jack did. D. It was good, that program. Uh, well... I better start, better start watching it, then. You, it finished about eight years ago, mate. Uh, OK. Anyway, Vinny, I'll let you get back. You can give Sarah a quick call now, if you want. All right, then. Yeah, but bye-bye, Sarah. Bye. Bye, Vinny. Bye. Mm. A little bit late, but I think it was worth it to hear some low-quality audio played down the phone badly by someone called Vinny. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Uh, you can start sending your blogs in for the show. Bill Buckley sent one in for us. But not, not that good today, Bill. Bill, 
uh, he, he says, Ian, uh, here's a blog for your show, dear. This is a blog for Ian Lee's Good Evening. Regards, Bill Buckley. Doesn't really say anything about the show. If doesn't you want, really get it. No, it doesn't, no, at all. Is that really, it's Bill Buckley's ad- email address, it must be. So, if you want to write a blog for the show, we have to do this every single day. A little blog, a little summary uh, of what the show was about. It doesn't have to be that accurate, to be honest. We've had some that have been wildly off. Uh, but email them in before half past nine, if you can to ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. The best one will get published on the LBC website, and it'll be up by ten o'clock, so you can have a look at that. Uh, meanwhile, Mitch is in the Seven Kings. Hello there, Ian. Hello, Mitch. Yeah, I've got um, a load of old games consoles I'm going to clear out at home, and a lot of the retro, I just know what we're going to do with them. I've got the, um, Master System with 20 games. Oh, yeah. I've got the Mega Drive with 20 games. Oh, right, yes. I've got the, um... Sega Saturn. Oh, you got uh, a Saturn? In a box. Yeah. With the gun for Virtual Cop. Oh. You know, they had the gun for the Virtual yes. Cop. <laughs> and the steering wheel for Daytona. You know, they had the first driving game. It used to be the arcade one, didn't it? The Daytona. <laughs> had all that. Yes. <laughs> you keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many games. I, I've just got all the Nintendo. I've got the first, the console Nintendo one I've got is the um, Mario Brothers. I think it's the same time they come out as the Master System. Oh, yeah. That console with cartridge, because they're all cartridges, aren't they? Yes. But on the uh, Sega, Sega Saturn, I've got the Magic Carpet. Well, let's um, have a look. I don't... Let's have a look. You know what? I'd, let's, I'm going to go to eBay. Let's see how much a Sega Saturn gets. I don't think Saturns go for that much money, although they should do, because they're mighty fine machines. Hang on a second. Let's put in Sega Saturn. If anyone doesn't know, this is, this came out sort of probably just before the, play, the, P, the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, and didn't do anywhere... In, oh, hang on. There's the games. Oh. Oh, dear. It's about six quid. Sega Saturn <laughs> console and 15 games, <laughs> 31 quid. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> oh, it's murder, isn't it? And I've, got play- I've got PlayStation 1 with 200 games. Oh. Chipped. Oh, ch- chipped, that's a bit... No- Hang on, there we go. Oh, uh, uh, Sega Saturn console... Uh, boxed... Oh, no, it's had no offers. Uh, <laughs> you've got, uh, uh, well, the thing is, they're not worth that much money anymore, that's the thing. But do I hang on to them? I might just leave them, keep them. That'd be worth something in a few years. When, when so. you... Well, well, hang on. Put them in the loft. Michael? Yep. Can, what, you want these, do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I was just actually talking about the other day. I wanted to get all the um, old-school games, you know, the Master System, Mega Drive. Yes. Yeah. And I don't mind. How much are you looking to shift them for? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Mitch, what do you reckon? Yeah, I want, I want, yeah, I'd like to get rid of them. Well, how much, how much do you want for the lot? What would you reckon? You're the computer, man. Right, so go, right, this is, oh, this is good. And I, do you know what? I might have a little cheeky bit here. Right, so, right. Uh, tell us exactly what you've got there, Mitch. Well, I've got, I've got about 20 games. I've got, with the cartridges for the, the Master System, I've got Cool Spot, I've got the right. Virgin Games. So you've got, you got Master System and you've got 20 games. 20 games, I've got all the games okay. at Road Rash, the first Road okay. Rash that come so out you, where you kick them off the motorbike. You've got, a Seg- you got a Sega Saturn. Oh, wow. Take so with the gun, virtual cop and the steering wheel for Daytona, steering wheel. magic carpet, desert storm, is it? Desert yeah. storm? Okay. Desert strike, sorry, desert strike. Okay. And some other games. You've got a chipped games. PlayStation 1 with 200 games. Yeah, it's got 100 games on one disc as well. Wow. Oh, right, wow. Okay. It's 101 games on one disc, globally. Any other consoles? Well, I've got an old PlayStation 2 because I've got one of the new little ones because it was getting it's a big old lump of rubbish, really, the oh, old ones. Okay. So Anything else? So, Ma- uh, Master System Sega Saturn, chipped PS1. We'll ignore the PS2. You can keep that. I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anything else? That's it. That's a lot. 
Plus I'll have a little bit. I think I've got some joysticks and some special controllers, like the see-through ones, that, the trendy ones that they used to have. Hang on, Chris, 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 what do you want to say? Does it all work, though? Yeah, good, good point. Yeah, is, it, is it good condition? It all works. There's no boxes for the, the, the only one I've got a box for is the, um, Sega Saturn, but the rest are in good condition. They're just in bags under the bed in one of those big Michael, I think yeah? you should, I think you should make an offer, Michael. Alright, um, for the whole lot, um... So that's to be something realistic, though, isn't it? Um, it's got to be something realistic, but 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 you you, you know you can haggle uh, a bit. Go and start with what you think you think you'd like to pay. One fifty. One fifty. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I was going to say like forty quid. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Where do you want me round? I'm in the car now. One, I, where, where do you? Where about are you? Me, Seven Kings. That's near Ilford. Newby Park, East London. Around that way. Mitch, Mitch can't stop talking. He, he, he can't believe he's done. I know. Michael, is this a serious offer? Yeah, I'm being serious. But is, is that too much? No, I think this is. I think that's a good offer. Everything's you've made. in good condition. We can haggle on the day. If he's, I won't be that hard with him. I'll be gentle with him. I, that's cool. That's always have a deal. Are, are you up for that, Michael? Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. Listen. Do, do you? Uh, 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 which one should we do? Uh, Michael, would you mind if we gave your phone number to Mitch? Yeah, I don't know. Is, is that all right? This one. Give him my other number. I'll give him my T-Mobile number. Oh, t- oh the T-Mobile number. Okay, listen, I'm going to put you both back to Chris. Cool. Michael, give the number yeah. to Chris that you want to give to Mitch, and yeah. th- you get in touch, and then let us know if that f- goes ahead or falls through. Yeah, definitely. Good lad, away you go. Right. Say it's down the line, Chris. No, no worries, thank you. It's good. Mike, Chris, if you can take them. 150? I was going to come in at 40 and work my way up. I was going to go as high as 75. Cheapskate. We you mean cheapskate? Sensible. He's, he's, a good, he's, he's a good offer there. He's done well. Uh, that's a lot of money. Oh, uh, Dan? Yes. Can I, I'll come to you after these ads, is that all right? Yep. Good lad. Your endowment policy could be worth more than you think. Don't surrender it without calling AAP on 0845-073-1960. That's 0845-073-1960. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Oh, that was quick, wasn't it? Yes, Dan, what can I do for you? You know you're talking about, uh eye contact, the male-female eye, eye contact. Which yes. It's kind of a sexual thing, I suppose. Yes. I'm, I've not really had too many problems with that, because I've been a bit ugly, so I don't really stare at women. Oh, I'm sorry um, for that. That's all right. Over it now. <laughs> Good um, lad. The main problem I've always had is, uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, is the male-male eye contact. Oh, yes. Yeah, go on. Well, violence seems to be <laughs> the end result of that. <laughs> You it, don't it, think? it is well. It's either a gay thing, which is fine, right. or no, it's not a gay thing. It or it becomes. Um, well, I've got a story about a gay thing, though, but I'll, I'll, I'll revisit that. Okay, or it becomes. You know, I've, I've uh, been eyed up by uh, gay gentlemen, and thank you very much. Uh, or it becomes an aggressive thing, and the fella just starts. Yeah, what do you want? You know, it becomes oh. that kind of scene. About twenty years ago, I went to visit some mates who got into Cambridge University, so we went to ruin their weekend, Ooh. and uh, we were queuing up for a club. And uh, I was just kind of looking at the bouncer, waiting to come in. The next thing I know, he punched me on the nose and really beat me up quite badly, ruined my weekend, yeah. and said, because I looked at him. Oh, oh, uh, now you've reminded me of something. That's insane. That's insane. Years ago, I was at Victoria Station. I was w- with a girl. We were going, I was, I was a little, little lad. I was going off to do a stand-up comedy gig somewhere. Um, and my girlfriend went off to use the phones. So I'm standing a bit away from the phone. I heard some guy on the phone shouting, effing and blinding. So I look round, and there's this guy in a suit, on the phone, going mental, and he sees me, he says, yeah, what are you effing looking at? What do you want? And being the coward I am, I just looked down, put my hand up, said, sorry, mate, nothing, no problem. And so I looked away, 
I could see him out of the corner of my eye, though, and he finished the phone call, smashed the phone against the, the, the handset against the phone, and I could see him coming towards me, and I was thinking, oh, for God's sakes. And he started pushing me. Right. And I was just looking down, backing away, saying, listen, mate, I'm sorry, you know, don't want any trouble. Uh, and then he pushed me on the floor. And he's saying, get up, you so-and-so, get up, I want to give you a kick in. And I said, listen, man, I'm not getting up. I'm just, I'm staying here, you know, I'm not getting up because I don't want to fight. And so he spat at me. I'm such a coward. But he spat at me. Then he walked away. And as he walked away, my girlfriend came over and she sort of said, what's going on? She she looked at me and said, what's going on? And I said, that bloke over there, he pushed me. And so I got up and she was a bit gobby. So she went over to him. Oi, you, what'd you do, push my boyfriend? He went mental, and I thought, oh, I'm, I, I, at that point, I thought, I've got to step in and defend a girl, I'm gonna get the crap kicked out of me. So he pushed, he pushed her, and she was tiny, like five foot three. He pushed her, and so I went and stood behind, I went up behind her, and I put a hand out to stop her, and went, hey, listen, mate, that's out of order, don't push her, and he just smacked me in the face, and I went flying. It's this bouncer from Cambridge, isn't it? It's, I think it's the same fella. I went, but the good thing is, I went flying, cracked my head on the uh, pavement, had to go to hospital. Uh, it was all caught on CCTV camera. I've seen the footage of it. Uh, a, a copper caught him. I got three hundred quid in damages. So in oh, the end, touch. in the end, it was all right. Did you get any money from your bouncer? No, no, I just went home. Yeah. It's but 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 now I was out the other day doing my policeman thing. Yes. And I, do you ever kind of tune out when you're staring at something, like start worrying about money or I don't know? Of anything, course, yeah. Really? Do a thousand yard stare, yeah. So I was I was doing that at a bus stop, thinking about the wife or something. I don't know. Yeah. The next thing I know, there's a geezer rapping on the window, asking me if I was a batty man. And uh, <laughs> I thought, well, I'm a uniform police officer at work, actually. Did he and, say uh, when you were in the uniform? Yeah. So I wound down the window. I said, like, no. He goes, well, don't stare at me then. I thought. Well, fair, he, fair play. He had cojones to do it to a copper in uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, so. I've got to go. Thank you very much. <laughs> so. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Call 0870 90 90 973. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the show yesterday or the, the campaign last week where we were trying to find Mr. Andrew. Uh, computer. Well, he, uh, it looks like he's got his computer and he sent us an email. But <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he had to go through quite a lot to get it. I can't read that out, but, um, ah, there we go. Okay, uh, we're here till ten o'clock, then Clyde Ball is on ten to one, then it's Adrian Allen, uh, through the night is the phrase. Uh, plenty of stuff so far. We've sold, we've sold a lot, start load of computer games for 150 quid. That was good. Um, I was gonna offer 40 quid and then I was gonna go up to 75 and then I was out. Um, we've talked about eye contact, being eyed up, uh, having a moment. No one has seen Channel 217 on the Sky Satellite System. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Fame TV. But I, we're go- I'm going to, w- one day next week, we're going to pick a day next week, and we're all going to attack this channel. Uh, and it will be fun. Uh, and there was something else. Oh, yeah, we've got a list of what makes a man a man. 0870 uh, 9090 is the phone number. Good, Troy. Yeah, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, like, there's these, oh, there's these guys, yeah, they're hanging around outside my house. Right. I don't get them away, they're like squatters, you know? Squatters outside the house? Yeah, bro. Oh, do you know what, yeah, they're throwing, like, their beer bottles at me. I'm home alone, yeah? Like, I'm 15, yeah? You, 15? You sound about 30. 
no, no. You sounded 15 then, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safe. It's just like, I've got the slang on my tongue yet, so you've got to be, you know. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I'm getting scared, blood. Yes. They're coming in fast. Help me, yeah? What? I don't know what I can do, good Troy. Give me some advice, man. Like, do I pick up some sticks, like, no. and No. Well, well, hey, listen, violence, violence sometimes is the answer. It genuinely is, but it isn't in this instance, because they will kill you. That no, why don't you call the police? Uh, yeah, but my phone line's cut out, yeah, because they climbed uh, up to that, like, wooden pole and they cut um, off their wire, isn't it? Yeah. How are you speaking to me? <laughs> Busted. Mobile. Mobile. Yeah, well, you can call the police on a mobile, you idiot. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, you know, totally boy band split up, innit? I'm, I'm <laughs> well sad. I'm well sad. Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That's it, that's it. Keep playing that, keep playing that. Now I'm here all by myself. My heart oh, yeah. Up for now. Okay, it's too much, too much, too much. Sorry, sorry, good try. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Safe. Okay, well, listen. Thanks so much for calling. No, wait, 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 wait. You know, you know, I'm, I'm related to Graham. G who's Graham? You know that was one with the... Hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. Da, da. Oh, yeah. Graham, you mean? Yeah. You're related to Graham, a man whose name you got wrong. Uh, do you say it Graham? I say it Graham. Okay, well, well, thanks for calling in, Gutroy. Oi, oi, hang on a minute. Yeah. yeah. Gutroy, you, you owe me 50 quid. Oh, uh, uh, What? Uh, do you know what? Yeah. About that. What's this 50? What do you, what do you yeah, owe no, 50? You see... You got, you got to pay it. You see, like... What my, my, my phone... My phone's cut out, yeah, so... Hang on a second, Gutroy. What does he owe you 50 quid for, Chris? He... Uh... Uh, Goutroy, what do you owe him 50 quid for? Um, he kind of, like, uh, he's, he's bullying me, like, I'm 15, how old is he, man? Like, Are you bullying a 15-year-old kid, Chris? No, that's, that's wrong, man. Chris, that is well wrong, Chris. You better tell me your side of the story now, otherwise you will be in serious trouble with yeah. the, the, the kid I'm police. management. Um... What happened, Chris? Tell me. Goutroy said he's gonna give me 50 quid if he could come on next. Excuse me? He said what? you no, nah, don't, don't be telling them lies, man. Uh, okay, you, so there are two things here. Either you're bullying a child... He is. ...or, thank you, Goodroy, or you're taking bribes off of children so that you can put them on the air. That's disgusting, man. But both of those things are disgusting. Um, this is the second one. Goodroy, I'm really sorry about that, mate. Yeah, it's cool, yeah, it's cool. I'm really sorry. But listen, you call in any time you want. Yeah, it, you should let Verinda and G-Man on. They're like the best thing in the show, yeah. But, well, they're certainly better than you. What? Well, hey, 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 don't... Still owe me 50 quid. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take money off them. If you... Well, you can't take money off them without giving me a share. Unless the price is right. I want... I want 50%. Let's... Let's that split it. Let's split it 60-40 in my favour. Well, how much does I get... get from that? You get 40%. How much is that? 40% of £50 would be £20. No way. What's wrong with that? It's got to be more. Do you want to do it the other way around? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 40, 60. Hey, wicked. In my favour, thanks. Iris! Hello, Ian. Hello, Iris. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm the rehab lady. And now I've messed this tape up. And they try to make me go to rehab and I say no, no, no. Good. good. Have, you, have you heard the album? Yeah. It's good, isn't it? I've got the album. 
Huh? Oh, and then you play some. Well, the thing is, yeah, all of the album is actually quite filthy. There was one song I was listening to, and it's a, be- it's it's a beautiful, it's beautiful love song. It's all about drugs. It's all about drugs and um, effing and blinding. There's a beautiful love song. It's not right, is it? And then halfway through it, she's swearing her head off. Yes, I know. But I think and she's on good. The front, it's got children's guidance, yeah? Yes. Yes. It's a good album, though. I think she's got a great voice. Very good. And it's, it's got a nice sound to it. It sounds like a fat old yeah, 60s record. That's good. Anyway, Iris. Okay. Yes. No. Is... No. What? I've messed the tape up. I was going to play you another tune, but now it's gone. Oh. I've messed it up. Do you, do you, want, do you want us to come back to you in a second? No, play Midnight Cowboy. Oh, you want the Midnight Cowboy? That's Hang on a second. Good. That's good. That's an oldie. That's you an hate oldies, don't you? I love, I love old music. <laughs> no, oldies. Not old Here you go, Iris. Do you want to sing along? No, not really. Midnight Cowboy, <laughs> John Voigt, Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Hoffman's got a limp. John Voigt sells his body. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman dies in a coach at the end. John Voigt is in the cinema. He takes some money from a man to do something. It makes him sick, but he does it again and he likes it then. Midnight Cowboy Made in the old days Dustin Hoffman became Tootsie And he was the rain man John Voight is Angelina Jolie's dad, I think Or maybe it's the other one But she does not talk to him But not because of Midnight Cowboy it's good, that. Those are the words. Those are the did words. You, did you ever perform at the King's Head? Uh, what, in, in Crouch End? No, in, El- uh, in Islington. I haven't got... Uh, where is that? In Islington. Oh, yeah. Wait, which... Wh- what? Is it Comedy Club? A big pub. Yeah, like the rooms are above the pub. You never did that? I can't... Do you know what? I can't remember. I probably did. I probably but did years ago. It was a comedy. I was a comedy, yes. Started I started off as a comedy, then it you're became a tragedy. Good. Let me tell you, and I'm old. Yes. Right? I know you hate old people. But I'm old, and you're very clever. Are you trying to groom me? No. Oh, that's a shame. How could I groom me? You're already groomed. Yes, yes. Of that, you are. I can't yes, talk about that, though. Yes. still the court case. You sound case. like Peter Sellers now. Oh, well, that, that's, yes. yes. Well, thank you, Iris. Okay. Lots of love. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, it's young Phil. Yo, Ian, listen to this. Yes. This is a man. I wasn't in for this at first, but when I went to, um... Little hmm? Keith, let me turn you down a bit. What? Robbie's the man, isn't he? Who was who that? Robbie Williams. Oh, was that Rudebox? Yeah, it's brilliant. You've got to listen to it about ten times, though, to really get oh, into it. I can't I... stand Robbie Williams. You can't stand that he's my hero and my boys. You spoke to my boys the other day. Yes, I seem to remember I spoke to every single one of them, didn't I? It, well, no, it, it, took, it, it took like three hours just to get through your boys. One of, <laughs> oh, isn't, isn't your son called Phil? <laughs> yes, that's uh, Philip Jr. That's f- why would you do that? That's freaky. No, that wasn't my idea. That was um, his mother, who I've divorced since. But um, well, anyway, well we won't done. go into that. No. But talking about, talking about, what is it with guys? I mean, are they all warped to that? I mean, grown guys 
playing Playstations and yes. Sega, Sega, whatever it is. Yes. I mean, my training partner, listen to this, true story. Yes, um, there's like, another email from Mr Andrew, by the way, Chris, he's like, okay. Yes, young yeah, sorry. Yeah, right, so, okay, pay attention while I'm talking to you. Sorry, yes, sir. Stand up, sit down. Yes, sir. Right, he's, uh, my training partner, yeah, bodybuilding gym, about six foot five, nice guy, about 29, big yeah. geeky computer guy, etc., etc. He said, do you fancy coming round later? So I went, um, yeah, okay, he said, um, Oh, I've got a new PlayStation game. Yes. And I, and I looked at him and I went, no, not really, Lee. I mean, I mean, he's, he's 20, he was 29 years old, I'm 10 years older than him. And I thought, I mean, my boys play on the PlayStation and I'm not interested. It's for children, for goodness No, it's not, but the thing is, how can a machine that costs you yeah. 300 quid and the games cost you 45 quid, how can that be for children? And they're not now. The themes and issues they cover, games machines are aimed primarily at 25-year-olds right. uh, to 40-year-olds. Uh, okay, the, play the PlayStation 3 that my friend has got... He's got, hang on, whoa, 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 he's got a PlayStation 3? Yes, now that is a piece of kit. Wireless, so you can play... I don't like golfers, but you can um, rally. I love rally, yeah? yeah? So you get... You know, you just pretend there's a steering wheel, and, it's, and it turns. It's fantastic, and the graphics are just unbelievable. But hang on, so now you're into computer games again? Well, now, now I can see... I could possibly, but it's, um, you know... It's the state of the art. You, you, young Phil, you're a man of contradictions, and you need to reassess your entire outlook on life. Well, I might have to go back to my paddy cell, but I'm thinking of emigrating, actually. Yeah, good lad. We'll take care. So, there we go. Uh, we'll speak to Mark in a minute. 0870 is the phone number. Terms and conditions apply. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Yes? Yeah. yeah, well, Stephen, listen, I've got to go, because we're back on the air, but I shall check that out, and give us a call any time. Sure, Rock on! Bye-bye. Okay. Stephen's my great buddy there. He's a nice fellow. He's a Polish guy. He's a big fan of Kiss. Uh, yes. Uh, let's quickly go to Mark in Crouchhead. Hello, Mark. H Hello, Ian. Hello, Mark. Um, the saviour of uh, Radio 1, supposedly. Moyles. What, did you, did you hear him this morning? No, I didn't. What was, he, what was the, the fat fool doing? He was... Ripping off what you've been doing, like Ghostbusters Two. He was doing what? Exactly, my friend. What was he doing? What? It's so exactly the same scenario. Yes, but just putting different accents on, yes. and like making it like, oh, look at me! Yeah, it was outrageous. But but, was, but, but, this, but morning, what? this morning I was just like, what? But so what was in what context? What he was phoning up quiz channels? Yes, because you know he's, he's having some beef with the, one of the fat birds. I don't know what his name is. I didn't know he was having any beef, but I, he's certainly... <laughs> had, uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's yeah. having a thing with his, um, one of the presenters on one of these quiz shows. Right. And uh, he was trying to cheer up. Yeah. But the way he was coming across on the radio, like, you know, was just, you know, like, pretending to be, you know, a nobody. Yeah. And, like, making people laugh. And I was just, what a total rip-off, man. So he was doing Ghostbusters too. No, he hasn't, he hasn't been saying Ghostbusters too. Oh, okay. But he's using the same format, you know, with just... Well... Oh, it's not good, it's not good. Well, Mark, you know, uh, we know where the idea came from. Exactly, my friend. And, you know, I I've heard from other people that he, he uh, still, you know, Steele is, is Have doing you ever it. met him? Uh, yeah, loads of I used to, I sort of, I say, I hesitate to say I used to know him. Uh, I, I, uh, used, I, I used to know someone who used to go out with him before no. he got famous, and I met him a few times then, when he was kind of, like, all quiet, quiet and shy. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because I... Unfortunately for me, I was a contestant on his ill-fated uh, Channel Five. Oh, that was show. that was awful, wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Yeah, terrible. 
especially with the old ginger ninja that like, was producing it, but never yes, mind. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, and he used to be an alright fella, and then, you know, suddenly he becomes... The ego is just... But, got to be, but hey, he's a millionaire, so he's doing something right. And he's got... Let me just do the maths. Hang on a second. Yeah, but yeah, he's about sixteen, sixteen hundred thousand times the amount of listeners we've got right now. Yeah, but hey, you know, just yes, that, that must give you some like, I don't know, something to like, not aim for. Yeah, aim for with to be like Hey, Mark, listen, thank you very much for pointing thank that out. If you want to see the original uh, winding up of the uh, presenters. Uh, MySpace dot uh, not what about YouTube dot com forward slash the the real Ian Lee. I've heard from other people him, him stealing their material. I know he's still got stuff from Ian Collins as well. But, you know, it's all groovy. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, may I just say good evening? You certainly may. Can I just say something to you, sir? Please do. Good evening. Good evening. Good uh, can I just say? Yes. Good evening. Good evening. And, and one more thing. Yes. Helen behind the glass. Yes. Good evening. She's not here today. Oh. It's Elliot. Oh, Elliot. Oh. Yeah. Is, is Helen going to be there tomorrow? Helen will be here tomorrow, yes. Because don't forget she's doing a half hour. Well, no, she was supposed to do that today. No, Thursday, she said. I th- she said today, I thought. Did she no, say... she said Thursday. OK, well, we'll get her to do that tomorrow. Uh, Helen's half hour. Lucy! Oh, there's a Lucy. Lucy, good evening. And good evening. How are you? Very Hello, well. Lucy. Hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Well, I was bringing out to talk about leading scenes of accidents and things like that. Well, actually, we're just saying good evening at the moment. Oh, good evening, then. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> uh, good, is it a good evening? It's, it's a good evening from me. Oh, well, that's good. It's a good evening from me, too. It's a good evening from me. And it's a good like evening from me. Or something, yeah. Well, somebody else has spoke, then. Who's that? Good evening. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> no, good evening. Oh, good evening. May good I just say? Yes. Good evening. Yeah, I'm going to have to break this up now. And but yes, we have to talk about yes. even the scene of an accident. Yes. Good evening. Uh, may I just say? Good evening, everybody. Don't forget. <laughs> good evening. Oh, I've got a live read to do. Hang on a second. Good evening. Hang on, this is serious. We've got to stop for things. Oh. I've actually got to do this. This is important. I'm not listening. Okay, here we go. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Done that. I've just had a phone call from the boss. Uh oh, what does he say? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Can I just say, please, before we go? Yes. Oh, g- 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 good evening. Good evening. Yes, Lucy, what can I do for you? Oh, hello, Ian. Hello. It's Lucy, yeah. Yes. Oh, we've finished saying good evening now, yeah. Yes, right. we, we, the fruitcake has gone. <laughs> right, now, leaving scenes of accidents. Well, I don't like leaving scenes of accidents. I don't have them, but I see a lot of them because I drive a lot. Now, yes. what happened was. Once I was driving through Clapham Common, yes, and there's a road that runs through Clapham Common, don't know, and this car was coming towards this whole line of traffic in front of me. It went head-on collision into this person. Wow! And I couldn't believe it. And I was just sitting there, and then three guys jumped out of the car that had crashed head-on into this other one, and started pegging it off across the common. And oh. I was like, and I was sitting there going, "What?" And I was thinking, "Is nobody going to do anything?" And the guy got out of his car, fell onto the road like this, and I thought, oh, "I can't have this." Now I'm sitting there. I've got the roof down in my new car my husband just bought me. Yeah. He said, you must not damage this car. Yeah. I drove off across Clapham Common in my wow. car, roof down, wow. beeping my horn going, Wah! like this, going, stop, sir. But I was thinking, 
what am I doing? I'm driving, chasing three very big guys across the common with the roof down. They could just turn around and get into the car. And I was like, and luckily, yeah. one of the builders who was working on a house on the side of the road, there's a two or three of them, saw this car careering across the common and saw I was chasing people and they ran out and they got one of them. Oh, and then I turned around, carried on, came back to the accident and nobody was looking after this bloke. He was lying on the floor. Yeah, nobody. And I couldn't believe it. So I thought, you, I've been driving across the common trying to chase these guys and not one person has helped look after this guy. So I knelt down, put a coat over him, made sure he was okay. This, is what, I, this is what I should have done and I didn't do it. And you I feel... Should. I feel t- don't because I feel terrible, Lucy. I feel ap- I feel ashamed uh, that I didn't do anything. Absolutely ashamed, and I'm going to have a nightmare about that. But my husband was very cross. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> what, what, when you're d- doing something like that, you want this kind of music playing in the background. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing you need just to make it a bit more exciting. <laughs> no, right. with, with a Porsche box there, it would have gone very well. Did you? So did, you didn't knock any of them down or anything to try and. Well, uh, <laughs> Did you? I, well, no, no, I was thinking, do I ram them? And then I thought, no, 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 what am I thinking? Yeah. I thought, no, but you does, it's weird, it does cross your mind, and you think, no, I can't do things like that. Yeah. So, uh, but once I got to the edge of the common, I thought, I'm not chasing down the street. So, uh, well, I was on the common. Lucy, so. you're a better man than me. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very okay. much for that. See Cheers. you then. Oh, I cut her off in mid. Uh, let's, have, let's have the light rider theme now, come on. Baseline, isn't it? What happened? Whatever happened to Richard O'Brien? Do you remember uh, Richard O'Brien? Well, you, you remember him, Chris, because you asked me about it. Why are you obsessed with Richard O'Brien all of a sudden? Because I saw uh, a repeat of Crystal Maze the other day. It was rubbish, Crystal Maze, wasn't it? No, it was brilliant. It was rubbish, really. It was brilliant. It was rubbish. It was brilliant. Well, it, it was rubbish. No, but it was brilliant. It was obvious. But, so, but he was the bald, skinny fellow. He invented the crystal maze. Did he? He invented it. Well, then he's a, he's a brilliant genius. What musical did he write? Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang? No. Don't tell him, Elliot! Lucky I am. Oh, uh, <laughs> balls. But so, okay, well, let's, can we, for the last half an hour uh, of the show... Can we uh, hunt down uh, Richard O'Brien? Not kill him. I don't want to do that. I think he's dead. He can't be dead. Why can't he be dead? I, I thought he because he was only he's only I like, thought he'd... like thirty something. Died. You can't die from that. I think he died of that. You, you can't die from that, can you? Okay. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Where the hell is Richard O'Brien? James, do you know where Richard O'Brien is? Is he the? Uh, I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. Is no, that no, that's right, said Fred. <laughs> he, yeah, another bald fellow, but... He looked the same. I thought he was, I thought he was the same guy. Yeah, he, he was a bald fellow, though. That's the only thing... Well, and Richard O'Brien's really skinny, and right, said Fred, is like a big, bulky gym man. Okay. Yeah, all right. um, hello. Do you remember that song? That song was, was, was rubbish, but it was like a big hit. Everyone loved it. 
Richard O'Brien. I just got him up on Wikipedia for you. Born 1942 in Cheltenham. Okay, okay well, that, you're, you're giving us the pu- What did you call in about, James? Sorry, oh, Mike Mendoza. Oh, yeah. I've had many... Woo, I've had fights with him. When he used to be on the radio on, on LBC, sort of during the night... Nice. Yes. I called him up a few times when he was, you know, with his usual lines, like, you know, Mrs. Mike Mendoza. Who is Mike Mendoza? I don't know, love. Yeah, go on. I'm not a racist, I just don't like foreigners. Terms and conditions apply. LBC 97.3. In Lee's Good Evening. Call 0870-9090-973. Good evening. So, we're trying to find Richard O'Brien, and also Sal Solo. Now, uh, I, I may be the only person that remembers this, this man. I, I need someone to... We've only got 30 minutes, we've done this too late, we should have done this... This should have been the theme of the show, finding famous bald men. Oh, hell's teeth. Clive Ball is on at ten o'clock, um, by the way. Uh, so, Sal Solo. Do you remember Sal Solo, Arian? Um, no. But I remember Richard O'Brien, and the Crystal Maze was fantastic. Well, it, the novelty wore off after a bit. It wasn't as good as it was uh, yeah, no, led no, to believe. It was good fun, though. It was a good fun evening sort of programme. Uh, yeah. There may be a TV dinner after you've had a long day or something. Yeah, like. I'll give you that. It was, it, it was just too long, though. An hour of that. Did, did you see the second guy who presented it? Ed, Ed uh, Edward Tudorpole. Ed Tudorpole or something, yeah. He was, a, he was performing at the first ever gig I went to. He used to be in a band. Oh, really? Yeah, called oh, Te- yeah, 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 I read... Temple Tudor. To Ryu, 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 over the hills with the swords of a thousand men. <laughs> oh, just broke the mic. Who's the other bald bloke you're looking for? He's, a, he's this dude called Sal Solo, right? And all I remember is he had a, he had one hit in about... I'm guessing 1982, 1983. And the video was, he, I think it was like loads of kids, like a kid's choir singing, and there were candles in the video. That is all I can remember. Do you know what? Hang on a second. Uh, although is, it, we, is it this guy on Wikipedia I found? Hang on. Sal Solo. I'm going to go to the YouTube. I'm going to check him out on the YouTube. Singer for the French group Rockets or something. Rockets? I don't remember that. Hang on a minute. No, same guy? No. Ch- YouTube.com. YouTube, isn't YouTube the greatest thing ever YouTube invented? brilliant. Right, Sal Solo. Let's see if his video comes up. So I remember it was being candles and kids singing. Uh, Uncle Sal, Tornado Sal. Oh, one to twenty of six. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. San- How long ago was this? This was, hang on, San, I've thought it was about 1981, 82. Uh, but, but before me, yeah. Sal Solo, San, there we go, this is it, this is it. San Damiano, vocalist of... Cl- Oh, he's not. He's got hair in this video. That can't be the same dude. Oh. Look at that. Maybe he lost his hair. Oh, he was bald at the time, though, right? Well, I thought he was bald at the time. Then you've got these like little choir boys. Um. Okay. Well, listen. You don't know, so I shall leave it there. Thank you, Arian. Okay. Yes. Chip- Good lad. He's wearing a hat. He's bald in this. God. If, if uh, what? Okay. The mission is before ten o'clock. I need to hear this song being played down the telephone to me. Uh, Verinder impersonator. Can you help? Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. You forgot already. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. I love you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, okay, no, I forgot. I, I love you. Yeah. And today I went in my attic space to get out some empty boxes. Oh, that's not, that's not very good. What do you mean that's uh, not very good? Because anyone can say that. But it's true, though, I did. Really? I, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, well, I love you too, but, uh, you're really doing my head in. Why is that? Because there was nothing you could have done about this woman. 
Well, I could, there is. I could have stopped, I could have pulled over, I could have got my coat out, I could have put it over her, I could have kept her warm, could have held her hand and said, don't worry, love, people are coming. Well, Didn't do any you, of those things. Where were you going? I was coming to work. Yeah, so you have a work to go to. Do you know what? There are some things that are more important than LBC 97.3. And a lady, if that had been my mum, do you know what I mean? Or your mum, or something like that. And oh, yeah. You, when you think of it like that, uh, then things like uh, coming in and doing a radio show aren't that important. Chris could have filled in for me for an hour. You know what I mean? It would have been... All right, yeah, but uh, the fact that you're getting so worked up about it shows about you're, you're a good man. Yeah, the, the, yeah no, it, the fact that I didn't stop shows I'm a bad man. If I'd have stopped, well, that would show I'm a good man. What it shows is I'm a weak man. Well, no, because no one else stopped. Yeah, I don't know. I felt it was horrific seeing this woman sprawled across the, the windscreen and across the uh, the bonnet. It was horrific, absolutely horrific. But um... Yeah, it's like one time there was this ant and it was uh, dr- uh, drowning. What? And uh, I didn't stop. Like, I could have picked it up. And Did you ever used to... I used to do this when I was a kid, and this is horrific. Yeah. Uh, but when it's really sunny, get a magnifying glass and burn ants. Uh, what? You get a magnifying glass, right? And you get an ant, you see, you see an ant crawling around, and you concentrate the light from the sun through the magnifying glass, so, so it burns the ant, and the ant goes... And, po- and pops. But you're a vegetarian. Well, this was like when I was like, sort of five, six, seven years old, and I, and I knew no better. Uh, all right, Ian. Hello there. You've ruined my whole image of you. Well, I've stopped doing it now, I haven't done it for ages. I'll put you up on a pedestal. Well, take me off. All right. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Right, thanks for the impersonator. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he was seriously, uh, this is, I used to, that. it's a horrible thing to do, and I, you know, but, um, uh, you grow up and you do these things. Uh, uh, Lady Alex is emailing in. Is Lady Alex listening? Um, mm-hmm. We've got the blogs, by the way, so thank you very much for that. Dominic is in Blackheath. Hi, mate, how are you? I'm all right, Dominic. Right, so you want to know a little bit about the old Sal Solo? Uh, he's a real person, isn't he? He is indeed. He was in Classics Nouveau. Yes. His first single was Guilty. Right. Which, and, he, and he actually did wear, like, a black trilby, I think, sometimes. What was, was the, the song with all the kids, the choir of kids? I don't know that oh. one. I, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I, I, that... Doesn't ring a bell at all. But he, did, he had two hits basically. He was guilty. Was the one that made him. Right. And then, uh, and he attempted to do it live as well, which didn't work very well. But well, then, on how... top of that, he did a one called "Is It a Dream?" And there's a twelve-inch mix of it, which is actually really good. Well, how, how do they go? <laughs> okay, so "Is It a Dream?" goes satisfaction. Is it a dream? No reaction. Is it a dream? That really helps, doesn't it? That's, right. a, that's, and that's, and, and for anyone young enough, uh, too young to know what that, that's what the uh, 80s sounded like for a while, didn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. All of the songs absolutely. sounded like that. Have, wow. Have you ever heard of a band called Fashion? Turn to the left. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that, well, that's another weird sort of like one-hit wonder band. I but don't... no, it was Classics Nouveau, and it was, uh, his first one was Guilty. Okay. Dominic, thank you for that. Not at all. I do want to hear the song, which I think is this song, so I've just found it on YouTube. San Damiano. I want to hear that being played down the phone, if we can do that. Oh, wait, 7090909073. Monica! Yes, I'm in Kingsford. Hello, Monica. Um, you wanted to know the musical that he wrote? Sal Solo? Yeah, no, 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 no. Richard, um... Branson? Yes. Yes. He wrote Little Shop of Horrors. Richard Branson wrote The Little Shop of Horrors? No, not Richard Branson. The other one, Richard... Uh, Richard Maidley? No. 
No. Richard Bryars? No. Richard Pryor? No. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Ranch at the piano? No. Um. I can't think of it. It's gone. James okay. O'Brien? That's it, J- yes. James O'Brien wrote The Little Shop of Horrors? Yes. Can you just say... Can you say that for me? James O'Brien wrote The Little Shop of Horrors. Not James O'Brien. Oh. Richard O'Brien. Oh, Richard O'Brien. There we go. Okay. He, no, he didn't. He didn't? No. What did he write, then? Rock, the Rocky Horror Show. Oh, well, I knew it was something to do with the show. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Horror you, show. You've got totally the wrong... One's got a plant in, I'm one's got a transvestite. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Well, bless you, Monica. The little Rocky... Rocky Horror Show. The Little Rocky Horror Show by no, James not O'Brien. The Little Rocky Horror Show. The Rocky Horror Show. Good girl. There we go. What a delightful fruitcake there. Uh, loads of emails are coming in for some reason. I don't quite know why. Um, uh, thank you, Maria. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Let's quickly take some of these because yes, yeah, line two. You're on the wireless. Hey, Ian. Yes. Hi, Ian, mate. Um, I don't know if you realise already, but. Have you been listening to James Whale, mate? Because he's been trying to nick your ideas. He's been doing break buddies, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I was listening to it the other night. I, yes, it was, it was Chris's idea. I, I, I can't t- talk too much about it because I do know that LBC management, I'm not mentioning any names, are launching legal proceedings against a rival radio station to do with breaches in copyright. Now, whether that's connected to James Whale, I don't know. But, right. but there are legal proceedings in place. He's trying to turn around and say that it's his idea originally. Well, basically, we, we found out today, Chris Moyles has ripped me off, James Whale has ripped me off. Now, both those men are on national radio stations getting paid twice what I'm pa- getting paid, at least, in terms of James Whale. Chris Moyles gets, Chris Moyles gets about, uh, was it something like £180,000 a year or something? What? For that crap. Can you believe That's it? That's unbelievable. That and he doesn't, I heard a bit of him the other day for the first time in, uh, first time ever, really. And he doesn't do anything. He just has all his mates in the studio. They do all the work, and he just sits there. Well, yeah, well, you know, yeah, well, you know, you, you, yeah. you, you big idiot. And that's it. That's Unfortunately, I've got to listen to him as well because uh, my work colleagues won't listen to anything but uh, yeah. his radio station, yeah. and uh, I've got to listen to. What's your, what's your name, my friend? It's Robin Mitchell, mate. Uh, Rob will listen. Well, th- I thought I'd let you know. Thank you for grassing up other DJs. We do appreciate it. All right, take care, take mate. Take care, man. Good luck. There we go. What a nice fella. Let's just try this one. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hmm? Yeah, hello. Oh, oh yeah, some seconds away. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you know, is, is Rinder like a boy or a girl? Oh, not interesting. Petra! Hello, Ian. Hello, Petra. I rang up because I remember South Solo as well. He was, he, uh, yes, I'm, I'm glad. For a second I thought I'd imagined him. No, well, I'm afraid I have to admit that I led a very sad teenage life and I did actually want to write to him. What? And ask him various ridiculous questions. I was only 17 at the time, but I oh. asked him about why did he shave his head and all that sort of stuff. And I just remember that he wrote back with a signed photo and he told me that he shaved his head in the bath every morning and if he ever cut it and got a nick and it was bleeding, he'd just use a bit of toilet roll to mop up the bath. <laughs> but it's been a blast from the past. I haven't caught your new show because of the change time, but I was just driving home oh, so and, I'm I not caught it it and I thought, I must drink. But um, fashion, I still love fashion as well. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know fashion. I, I'm, you're, you are a little bit... What, 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 when was Sal Solo? Was it about 82? Sal Solo, well, I was, I was living in Hereford at the time, yeah. and that was between 1979 and 81. So okay. I put it at 80 to 81. Okay, well, I was about seven then. <laughs> so I, I was. Making me feel very old. Sorry, old woman. But yes, but so I don't remember fashion. Were they, were they similar? Do you remember Japan? Yes, yeah, at the same time. But nice. fashion, they were from Birmingham. Okay. Um, 
and the they oh the guy did lots of graphic design. Yeah. The guy who played the keyboards, I can't remember his oh, name. All, all, all sort of new those new wave bands that you know yeah. after punk they're all a bit arty, weren't they? And a bit artsy yeah. fartsy, more I lipstick. Mean, do you remember and... um, Department S? Is Vic there? Oh, is Vic there? Yes, I do, because my next-door neighbour at the time, uh, when I was a kid, uh, the the bloke was called Vic, and we didn't like him. We thought they were really snobby. Vic, um, I used to hang out with their son, Andrew, but he was a bit of an idiot. Uh, uh, And uh, so my mum thought it was hilarious to uh, say, see what, kids, should we phone up Vic next door and say, is Vic there? Uh, But we never did. But yes, and the whole song went... all about the same era, anyway. Do you remember Trio? Da, da, da. There we go. Good work. We're speaking the same language. Uh, <laughs> Petra, I should move on. We're starting to sound a bit like Andy Crane, but thank you very much. Man, seriously, music in about 80, 81, 82 was just hideous. They just invented kind of keyboards, and they sounded awful. There's a lot of German bands, and it was terrible. Chris, you've made Conditions apply. Ian Lee's Good Evening. <laughs> wow. We, we, it, it's flown by today. Much better. Th- I would give yesterday's show a four. I'd give today a six and a half. It's, it's on the way up. We're getting there. Uh, I like the starting with Triple M at the, 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 the first half hour. We'll do that for the rest of the week and see uh, how that goes. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I don't know why the phones have gone mental. They're either because it's been quiet for like the last fifteen minutes. Now that means I've either said something inappropriate or, or they're all just getting in early for Clive Ball's show. I don't know. If you are phoning in for Clive Ball, can you wait? And until you know, ten o'clock. To it's be only honest, polite. Yeah. yeah. What? It's only polite. Yeah, it's only polite to wait, isn't it? Till the, the the current host has left the studio, and the the host that's coming up next is um. Oh, he's ready. Oh, what's it? Well, yeah, yes. Uh, let's. Who should we go to? Let's go to Janet. Hello, Janet. Oh, hi there, Ian. Hello, yes, Janet. I'm calling up to speak to you, not Clive. Good. Well, thank you very much. Yes. Although Clive is, of course, is excellent. And, I'm uh, sure he is, but... Yes. Oh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. Oh, so it's exciting, isn't it? Very, very yes. exciting. It is indeed. Um, yes. I'm calling you about Richard O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have to confess, I wasn't listening to th- this evening. What? But my husband was coming back from uh, work, and he phoned me, and he said that I must call you. Right. So I am. Excellent. Um, Richard O'Brien is alive and well, as far as I know. Oh, that's good. I thought he'd died, but... No, he hasn't died. Good. He- he's very thin, but he is alive. Yeah. He is alive. Um... He, he actually, um, about three years ago, um, I had uh, a 40th birthday party. Yeah. Surprise 40th birthday party, Rocky Horror Show party. Yeah. And he, uh, Richard O'Brien actually was there. What? He turned up. How, co- how come? Well, I can't exactly, he, a friend of a friend, shall we say. Yeah. A friend of a friend. And um, I walked in and Richard O'Brien started singing to me. And I thought, it's fantastic, isn't it? This dub, this, what they can do now with doubles. <laughs> you didn't think I it was him. It was him. Not for, at first, no. Was he get? Because listen, hey, was he getting a few quid to be there? Well, I don't know. Probably paid. Mm, I don't know. Maybe he had nowhere to go. Maybe he didn't. But th- but hang, well, uh, themed parties, I, I'm not a fan of. That's your choice. Yes. But he must he must be sick of the Rocky Horror well, Show. I would have thought so because my husband said to our friend, he said as a joke, oh, I don't suppose you could get Richard O'Brien to come along. Yeah. I'm thinking he said, well, yes, he can. Wow. But he That's... didn't turn up in suspenders though. Well, did you? Uh, I did, but I don't think I would now. Yes, I did. Oh, that sucks. I did. Well, so did everybody, actually. Yes. They all did. Danny Baker's doing, uh, the Rocky Horror Show at some point in the next couple of weeks. Is he? Yeah. I'm kind of tempted. Well, I can't be doing this. Oh. Well, well, tell me, will you go in suspenders if you go? Will I go? Yes. No, I will not. I went and saw it once. Uh, who I think Aid Edmondson was in it when I saw it. No, he wasn't. It wasn't. It was someone else. Who was in it? 
don't know. I've seen it with Jason Donovan. Oh, yeah. I used, Jason Donovan was one of the first gigs I ever went to. Yeah, he was, uh, not quite the same as he was on Neighbours, should we put it that yes, way? Yes, it would be a little bit. A little bit. It's, it is filthy, the Rocky Horror it is, Show. So I'd have thought you'd have liked it, Ian. It's not your cup of tea. It, you know, it, I, I did like it when I was younger, but I, I, you know, no, it's not like, I don't really, I struggle with musicals. I find them hard work yeah. and, uh, I have a low tolerance for yeah, them. Yeah, I actually don't like musicals much, but I love this. I love oh. the Rocky Horror, and I love, I love the songs. I like oh. hair. Do you? Oh, I love oh, hair. I've not seen that one. You saw Sunita in the buff. Ooh. Yeah, it was good. That's oh, an oh, old one, isn't it? Hair. All, all the cu- Chris, get this, man. In hair, at one point, all of the cast, all of the cast, take all of their clothes off. You see ding dangs and wang chungs and everything. Wow. Yeah, wow, indeed. And Sunita was in it. Mm. Uh, Janet, thank you for that. Yep, good to talk to you. Ian. Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye. Oh eight seven oh nine oh. I'm not going to give out the number because we've got far too many calls to get through uh, before the show ends. Jamie. Hi, Ian. Hello, Jamie. Listen, just before I uh, tell you what I rang up about, yes. where can I see hair apart from on my head and down there? What, where the actually me- can I- it's yeah, not, I don't think it's on anywhere at the moment. Oh, you're joking. Sorry. There's a video, there's a film of it. The film's yeah. weird. The film of hair is weird. I got it, and it's, um, oh, it's not strange. Not as good as the live. The songs are good. It's the only songs I like in the musical is hair. So the like- last that- the last thing I seen was popcorn with Ben El- or Elton, oh, and really? they were in their underwear, which was nice. <laughs> yes, I know. they weren't. They weren't naked. No, you want to see. You want to see Sunita in the buff. Yeah, she's probably a bit too old now. No, oh no, 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 she's very, very nice. Really? Yes. Anyway, we're saying that this saying that this was about nine years ago. I saw her actually, so that's uh, quite some time. Sunita, she's the one that sang uh, Toy Boy. So macho, so he's macho, gotta be, it. so macho, he's gotta be big and strong, enough to turn me on, and on, and on, and on, and on. She's gotta be about 60. She's not 60. Of course. She's, she will be about, hang on a minute, uh, so, uh, the, 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 she's gotta be, she'll be about 45. 52. Okay, I'll give you 47 and that's it. Alright, you got a deal. Where do you want me to drop it off to? Um, drop it off at Chris's house. For Jim Carrey, do you know, how, Chris, guess how old, it's Jim Carrey's birthday today, guess how old he is? Um, 39? Idiot. Absolute idiot. What's the point of me asking you a question if you give a stupid answer? What's the answer? 45. And I thought that was surprisingly young. You said 39. Yeah. Idiot. Francis. Hi, young, um, first timer. Uh, about Ooh. this, um, yeah. reporting accidents. Oh, um, hang on. Let's have a look at that. Yes, yes. Sorry, I'm looking at J- uh, Richard O'Brien's um, uh, MySpace page, which is myspace.com forward slash uh, Richard, uh, Richard O underscore Brian. And then I'm going to click on his friend Elves because she's got a good picture. Yes, carry on, though. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I saw a TV programme years ago, and they said that uh, the psychology of it is if a lot of people see an accident, everybody assumes that somebody else will phone in. Right. Nobody does. Yeah. And um, oh. there have been reports of people, you know, seeing muggings and stuff, they won't stop. Yeah. But they don't even phone the police. Yeah. Which is slightly out of order. Yeah. You um, just phone up to make me feel bad, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, I always do. Um, I live in a block of flats, which, which overlooks a small park. Yes. And when I hear strange noises, or unusual, I phone the police. I say to them... Well, every time you hear strange noises? Well, if I think it stands serious... I but the thing police. is, a fox sounds like a baby no. being beaten up. Well, if I, when I've heard people shouting and screaming, yeah. and I phone the place, I say, this may be a false alarm, I hope it is. Yeah. Just in case it isn't, then I tell them, 
and they send a car around to check, so I feel my conscience is clear. God, you're really rubbing my face in it, aren't you? Well, I'd rather, I, t- I tell you something, I'd rather give you a false alarm. Oh, God. Reading the paper next day that it wasn't, and I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm gonna have to cut you off now, because I'm okay. about to start crying. <laughs> Thank you, Francis. God, it made me feel absolutely terrible. I didn't, fair play, an ambulance was, was coming. By the time I got some distance away, I could see the ambulance, but, um... Just horrific, I don't leave a horrific image in your mind, London, but a woman sprawled across a bonnet, face down, on the windscreen, kind of just moving ever so slightly. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Okay, Okay, well, there's there's, there's two things wrong with the scene I can see. You're putting your coat on, you've racked no calls up. Oh, oh, it's not ten o'clock? No, I've got five minutes yet, you haven't racked up any calls. I can't do straight to air, because I did that at the first half of the show. Um... You better take that call from Carol and process it correctly. It's the only one we've got. I know it's the only one we've got, so you better take it and process it, and, um, I'll sit here and entertain London with my, uh, incisive wit, uh, and, um... You just put her straight through! You didn't call her back or anything! I spoke to her. Hello, Carol. Hello, darling. Hello, my love. I just wanted to say to you... Yes. Don't beat yourself up about the accident. Mm. Because when mm. horrible things happen, people first go into shock, and yeah. they don't necessarily do the right thing. Yeah, I was I was shocked, and my brain actually Stop. froze, exactly. completely froze, and I just exactly. didn't know what to do. Exactly, but the thing is, don't make yourself out to be a bad man, because the fact that you spent the whole, spent the whole night feeling yeah. bad means you're a good man. Well, yeah, well, we, we have a big philosophical debate about that. I don't know if that's the case. I do feel terrible about it. And, I know you uh, do, but that, in itself, that means that yeah. you've got good qualities. If, if I you, ever... If you didn't feel bad, yeah. if you didn't feel guilty, then that would make you a bad person. Well, if I, if I ever see anything like that, I shall, I'm going to stop whatever the situation yeah, is. Yeah, you'll react next time. Yeah. Carol, thanks for that. Um, don't lose any sleep, and you're a good man. Thank you very much. Chris, where's the next call you've racked up? Because I've got four minutes left. You're just putting people through. I can do that. Is he in there? Is that Betty? Yeah. Hello, Betty, you're on the radio. Is he in there? You're speaking to him, you're on the radio. Oh, I just wanted to say, I think you are in a bit of shock tonight. Yeah, just a little bit. Because the programme hasn't been all that wonderful. What? And, uh, uh you oh. played a lot of music. And I think, than really, you're in a bit yesterday. of shock. I think you need a rest. Yeah, maybe I should take tomorrow off. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Can you write me a note? <laughs> yeah. That I can give to Mr. To give to Mr. Lloyd, saying yeah. I think he should have a, a night off because he's in shock. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Betty. Well, take care. And you, you're going to be listening to Clive after the news. Yeah, and have a good night's rest. I will do my best. Take yeah. care, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We like Betty. Although she's wrong. I thought today's show was, was a really good one. <sighs> Horses for courses. Isn't it just... Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yeah, what do you want? Got a song for you. We haven't got time for it? Yeah. No, we haven't, yeah. Got, t- we haven't got time for it. Yeah, we haven't got time for it. That was very strange. Okay, um, well, it's, uh, uh, I think it's been a pretty good show today. Um, if you missed it, it sounded like this. Have you, uh, investigated their genes? Yes. Well, you've investigated John Coleshaw's genes, and how close have you investigated Rory Bremner's genes? Have you got up real close and had a good look at his genes? <laughs> yeah, they both broke from a gap in it. Bloody hell, that's awful. <laughs> that was oh, cheers. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was, you were using uh, a telescopic lens and you were looking through someone's window. That's bad. Go for the goggles. You think for the goggles? I think the goggles will look better, definitely. 
It just reminded me of George and Mildred's, uh, you know, the motorcycle, you know, yeah, the, yeah. with the goggles. Yeah, you, you bloody do sound very, you know, sexy. I can't help it, Ian. You know, I have to tell you. He called me honky trash with an average white manhood. <laughs> wow. I'm getting confused who you are. I don't know what you look like. Can you answer this question? Which bird lays the biggest egg? Ostrich. Arab's girlfriend. Uh, as I was getting at the tooth, I felt his hand on my bottom. Oh dear goodness gracious me. <laughs> it sounds like a winner to me. I'll be back tomorrow at seven. Stick around. After the news, ten to one. It's the governor, Clive Bull. Until then, thank you.